Positively Uplifting, Alive 105. Another live presentation from Alive 105, live and local. It's Friday night, and time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Lansky. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Once again, it's Friday night. Uh, we've got Coach Clark and Coach Wietrich both up here with us again. Guys, uh, state uh, semifinal night tonight. Uh, big crowd here. Uh, expect good things, obviously. Uh, but let's first talk about last week's uh, ball game against Manhattan. That uh, We looked like we played pretty well. Talk to us, Coach Clark, about uh, your special team's offense. We'll let Coach Wietrich talk about his defense. First of all, excuse my voice. I've, I've kind of lost my voice this, this week. Been a little under the weather, but uh, um, been getting after it in practice. But anyways, uh, uh, special teams, uh, I'm pretty, pretty happy with what we did on special teams. You know, we only got to do one kickoff return. And they just uh, squibbed it short to us. And uh, Trayvon did a good job of fielding it, Trayvon Morrison, and and took it for about a 15-yard gain and got us to about the 45-yard line, which is great field position for us. And then I think the team that you got to see out there most was our kickoff team. Um, I thought we kicked the ball better in terms of not kicking it in the middle of the field where we don't want it to be and keeping it on the hash or the numbers. Uh, probably didn't kick it as far as we wanted. One time we got it to the end zone, but uh, they were catching it a lot on the about the 15-yard line, and they were getting about five to eight-yard gains. And I thought our kickoff team did tremendous. Uh, Coach Tavor, as always, schemed them up well, and our kids knew exactly where the return was going every time. Um, but our kids kids did a good job uh there, there came a point i almost was almost feeling bad for that guy that kept on that we kept kicking it to because our guys were getting down there so quick and hitting them so hard um i thought our punt return did did okay we got a couple returns not great big returns uh, it seemed like we were always one block or two blocks away and then uh um i think we may have punted once and uh, i think grant uh punted punted the ball and I think he got like about a 50 yard punt so uh that's not a bad average you know we we never like send the punt team on the field but when we do you have 50 yard punt that's that's huge in field position um and then offensively uh like I said we punted the ball once we got stopped once with our our first team in there um Manhattan's defense this this whole year uh, just like their offense has been really good. Uh, they've been stuffing teams that haven't been uh, scored on that much, except for uh, the, a few few games. But uh, um, I thought our I thought our offense did a good job. Uh, you know, Grant Grant took over and and started that game. Him being a senior and uh, one of our leaders on the team, and he did a fantastic job. Uh, I thought we could have done a little bit job a better job protecting him in the in the passing game. I didn't think we had that much time, but I thought our our offensive line did a really good job and run blocking and, and noticing what fronts they were in and all that stuff. So uh, um, Grant did a good job. He ended up going down, get his ankle twisted up just a little bit, and Lim came over and uh, it took over. And it wasn't. It was like he he'd been starting on game. You know, did a great job. Uh, ran the ball hard for us. I thought Trey. Uh, every week, Trey just amazes me with with his uh, ability to stay on his feet. 
Um, it looks like he's going down sometimes, and he doesn't even put a hand on the ground. Somehow he stays up with just two feet, and uh, um, he did a, a terrific job. Uh, Trey got hobbled up a little bit in the game too, so we end up putting uh, Dylan in there. And uh, when Dylan was with our once, he uh, he he scored, and uh, um, he actually he he got some yards with our twos too. So uh, um, for the most part, you know, you can't really complain with with what we did offensively and how our kids, the effort that they gave was was pretty good. Uh, defensively, I mean, I thought obviously we played pretty well. Anytime you uh, you play a team like Manhattan that's done that's had such good success all year, and you hold them to zero points, you know, I can't really complain about how the defense played. But um, it all started up front with our uh, D linemen, our senior leaders, Dan, Dorsey, Seth. Those guys did an incredible job. I mean, they were uh, besides Dorsey with 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 Dan and Seth. I mean, there were there were some big guys on their offensive line. They were physical. Um, they played hard, and those guys last week did a great job of not letting any movement happen up front, which allowed our linebackers to play fast and, and fit where they needed to fit. Um, our outside guys, our outside linebackers, we asked them to play. You know, we're, we're asking those guys to basically go down and play like D linemen, and uh, you know, they did a good job of being physical. Um, there's a lot to clean up there um, on the film as far as those guys, you know, kind of wrong arming and spilling and asking them to do some of the things we wanted to do. Um, but uh, they responded well after we corrected it on film and stuff like that. But um, overall, I think defense did a really good job of understanding Manhattan's offense and, and executing the game plan. So um, showed a lot of maturity from those guys, showed a lot of leadership maturity from the seniors. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed seeing was our twos. When our twos came in, I thought that was the best our twos had ever played, you know, as far as our twos coming in and, and, and having the same expectation. You know, I wasn't having to go and say the same things to the twos that we've already corrected with the ones. You know, the twos were paying attention. The, the guys were locked in. And when they got in the game, they were ready to play. And they were able to keep that uh, defensive shutout going. So I was really proud of the younger guys when they got in. And just a really good overall defensive effort uh, from the guys. Coach Clark, times are changing. At least they have been. Uh, talk some about how technology has changed, I guess, the way the game goes. I mean, we've got TVs on the sideline. We've got laptops on the sideline. Uh, talk a little bit about how that's changed. Maybe it's changed your way of coaching or maybe your game plans or something. Just talk about how the technology has affected the game. Oh, my gosh. Technology is it seems like we spend half our time with our, our technology as a coach and staff. I think it takes about four hours to set up everything before a game just to get it get it all working and make sure it's working properly. But, uh, I mean, first it starts with just the, the film we can send out to the kids. We film every practice. We film uh, everything we do, and we can send out notes on our film. And, you know, uh, after a practice is over, within 10 minutes we can have it uploaded, and coaches can be breaking it down, putting the plays, putting everything in, and start taking notes and sending it to the kids. And we watch a lot of that with the kids, but it's good for the kids to already have watched it and, and look at the coaches' notes that they personalize for them on each play. Uh, so, so we've got that, and then uh, um, you know we we've got our headsets that we can talk to you know the press box, and and we can uh, um, relay that down to to what they see, like personnel and stuff like that coming in the game. We can can relay that through through our headsets. But uh, one of the newest things is um, we've we've got uh, film on the sideline to where. After a play is done within about 10 seconds, we can rewatch that play. Um, it's pretty amazing. We've got a TV set up. I think we've got four iPads down there. We've got two iPads up in the press box, so they're watching the film too, and they're watching what. So if you call timeout, you, I mean, you can bring your kids over and basically tell them and show them what, what, what they were doing that last play. And uh, um, 
I don't know. Uh, I like technology. It gives us a lot of fits. Um, I love to be able to correct our O-line coach. Panera is always down there on that big TV. You see him down there uh, sometimes, you know, very happy with the way we blocked. And, and a lot of times, not, not you can always, you know, when you got five guys blocking five other guys, you always can usually find a mistake. So uh, um, they, they review the whole game. The, the game. the whole game has been reviewed with our players on the sideline by, by the time it's over. Because say we take eight snaps on offense. Why the defense is out there, Coach Panera is going over with the offensive line, those eight plays, and what we did right and what we did wrong and what we need to switch. Coach Foster has the receivers, the running backs, the quarterbacks with Coach Zika and uh, Coach Olmstead, and they're going over what they did right, what they did wrong, what we, what we need to do next. And uh, it's just continuing uh, throughout the game. It's just like that. Uh, with that being said, you know, it's good. I think our coaches do a great job utilizing the technology on the sideline. But at the same time, too, it, I, I feel like uh, it, it gives us an advantage but I think our coaches do such a good job with their game prep and, and watching every game that we have on teams. You know, uh, we've, we've got Topeka. They played 11 games. We have broken down 11 games. And we've got every play that they've run, every defense front that they've done. And we've broken down every one of those plays. A lot of teams just do three or four, you know, and just call it good. But uh, we, we make sure we leave no stone unturned. And uh, so we do a good job of game prepping. So we feel like we're prepared for that game. And I, I think it gives a little advantage to the team that doesn't game prep that much so that at least they have that sideline video to say, here's what they're doing, and, instead of saying, oh, this is what they did in week three. Remember, we talked about this, so we got to make sure we do this. So, uh, I mean, I, I still feel like we have an advantage with, with how our coaches uh, interact with the kids on the sideline, but I also feel like we could probably have an advantage, too, if there was no sideline video and, and our coaches could just do their game prep because they're so thorough with their game prep, and our assistant coach Coaches are unbelievable. Coach Wietrich, I, I know you talk a lot about putting together a game plan, uh, a defensive game plan for uh, each game on Friday night. Uh, uh, tell our listeners, uh, you know, about how much time you and the coaches spend putting together that game plan before you and, and how you come to the to the conclusion of what game plan to use. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes a lot. You know, the first thing we're always going to look at is going to be, you know, our mistakes from previous weeks, and then it's going to be matchups as far as, like, what, what does that offense do really well? You know, what does that offense do really well? So after Friday night, you know, we're going to watch the game together. We're going to look at uh, what mistakes we made and what we need to get better at. We're going we're to focus on us. You know, then after that, after Friday night, you know, we're, we're breaking down the next opponent. It's going to be all about data entry, you know. So we're going we're, we're gonna to put in – we have a – you know, we use huddle – and we have all these different columns on huddle. And basically, if I could explain it, it's just a giant spreadsheet. And it turns, it turns a football play into a giant spreadsheet and has all these different attributes of what the play is. You know, we're talking about down, distance, you know, what, what hash of the field they're on, what, what formation they're in, what the backfield set is, how many receive, you know, all, personnel, everything. So we look at all that stuff. And the first thing we do is we just put input data. So we're inputting data. We divide that up. We kind of share that. And like Coach Clark says, you know, here late in the season we have we have 11 games, you know. <laughs> so it's a lot of data entry. So it's pretty pretty boring, you know, a lot, of, a lot of nerd work, you know. So we're just inputting data on our laptops. And uh, after that, we run a lot of reports, you know. So we run reports and we'll get, we'll get tendencies. And that's kind of what we look at. We look at a lot of the reports. We look at tendencies. And from there... It's about, you know, what are their, we call it their poisons. What are, what are the offensive poisons? What are they really good at that could hurt us? So, and for us, it's all about we have to shut down the poisons. We have to stop the poisons. 
Um, and, then, and then after that, we, we get our guys locked in on the, their main plays, what are the poisons, and after that, we really get into the details of of some of the particulars that aren't always the poison. You know, what, are, what are some of the things they do occasionally? What do they do week three? What's something they did week two that we might see week, you know, 12, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it takes a lot of work and I, and I couldn't do it alone. There's no way uh, you could do it myself. The defensive staff we have and the guys I have are really great. They work really hard. They put in a lot of hours. You know, it's taken away from their family. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's worth it when you see the results on Friday night and you see these really good, solid group of high school kids and what it means to them um, and how they respond and, and the family these guys have and the brotherhood they have and they're playing together. I mean, it's, it's really rewarding when you see the, the, the results of your work come together on a Friday night and they execute a game plan. It's really, it's really a good thing. Guys, as we mentioned, uh, it's uh, state semifinal week. There's four teams left on uh, in the state. Uh, Coach Clark, talk to us about a, a very good Topeka team, uh, how your offense needs to perform. We'll let Coach Weekstrick talk about his defense. You know, this is probably one of the most athletic uh, defenses that we've seen. Um, they've, they've got a really big uh, defensive line. Their, their nose is a little bit smaller than, than some of the noses that we've seen, but they're really fast, and, and they're good at slanting and all that stuff. But their DNs are huge. Um, their outside backers fly around. It, all the rest, they've got three defensive linemen, and then all the rest look like just safeties, minus one linebacker. Uh, um, one of their inside linebackers is a sophomore. He's 6'2", 245, just all yoked up. I mean, just looks like a man-child and plays like a man-child too. They blitz him a lot. He, he does a really good job. And then they've just got a bunch of guys that fly around and just want to smack you. And, uh, um, you know, they they – Early on in the season, I, like Coach Weichert was talking about, we broke down 11 games, and uh, um, my wife and kids were gone to uh, to Manhattan to the K State game on Saturday. So I had the luxury of you know waking up in the morning and just as he would say, nerd out all Saturday. And so I decided to start on game one, and then just work my way up and watch the evolution of Topeka High School. Uh, their defense and uh, they started out in a 3-3 um, then they got into a 4-2 then they bounced around a 4-2 and a 3-3 then they got into a 4-3 and then all of a sudden their their one loss to Junction City they switched to a 3-4 and then they got into this 3-4 uh, look a lot of games then they kind of bounced around got into a little wide 3-3 look then they uh, They've been in a 3-4 for the most part and had a lot of success, and I think that fits their personnel. They've got safeties that will meet you just like our safeties. that will meet you at the line of scrimmage, but do a good job in pass protection too. But they've got really four aggressive linebackers that fly around and refuse to be blocked and um, that are really good. So there's a reason why this team's good, and, and their offense is just as good. Uh, special teams-wise, you know, you're going to see number eight back there. You know, they're running back, and, and he's an absolute stud. And they've got some more studs bes- besides number eight. Uh, but uh, um, we've, we've just got to do a great job of wrapping up. You know, there, there's a lot of times people get to him on special teams, on, on uh, kickoff returns and, and all that stuff. But uh, he just makes people miss and makes people bounce off. I mean, he's that good. So we got to make sure we play fundamental football on special teams, and we got to make sure we kick the ball uh, in the right spot, too. You know, you, I mean, if you're a smart football coach, you don't want to kick it to number eight. So uh, um, we'll, we'll see how that works out for us. But anyways, uh, um, it, this, this team's legit. I mean, there's a reason why they're in the state semifinals, and this, this is definitely going to be a hard ball game. Like Coach said, I mean, offensively, um, 
This is a, they got some athletes that we have not seen. I mean, so we, when you're talking about the running back who had offers, I think wherever he wanted to go, he's gonna he's gonna go play in the Big Ten. Okay, quarterback, he's had some offers. He's gonna go pay, play in the Big Twelve. I mean, so we the backfield we're seeing is 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 a, is a talented group that we have not seen anything like this year. I mean, so not only are they fast, they're big. Um, they have different attributes, and they're really they really complement each other in the run game. I mean, the quarterback is a runner too. He can run, and not only is, does he want to run, when he wants to run, he's going to put his shoulder pads down, and he's going to truck you. I think he's like 6'4", 210 pounds. He's a big dude. And on top of that, he's got a live arm. I mean, I think this guy could probably stand flat-footed and throw 70 yards. I mean, so our secondary knows that they have to, you know, if he's scrambling, I mean, this play could be alive, and the ball could be thrown 70 yards downfield. So the guy's got an absolute cannon. Um, running back Kai Thomas, like I said, he's he's going, I think, play in Minnesota. He's had a lot of offers. Um just a tremendous back, great vision, great cuts, great balance, great ball security. I mean, there, there's not a whole lot of weaknesses on the guy when you're watching film uh, throughout the year. Um, so we just got to do a great job of crowding those guys. And for us, it's going to be, um, it's going to be for us, it, it's pursuing to the ball. It's getting bodies on the ball. It cannot be just one guy making tackles. I mean, so, uh, but around them, I mean, they have they have a big offensive line. Their right tackle, I think, is like you know he's six four, like two three hundred fifty pounds. I mean, they got some big guys. They're really athletic, like Coach said. I mean, now he's saying that a lot. But um, receivers, the receivers run really good routes, and when they catch the ball, they're really good at yards after catch. I mean, uh, so they have they're a good all around team. It's not just two guys, you know. It's not just two guys. So it is going to make us work on defense. We got to be fundamentally sound. But at the same time, you know, we, we do have to focus on stopping the run from the quarterback and the running back. So it's going to be real, we have a work cut out for us. I think uh, our guys have had a really good week of practice. Um, they understand the game plan. This is probably the most locked in I've, I've, I've seen them, which that's good. They're talking about tendencies. They're talking about formation sets. They're talking about what they're expecting to see according to backfield sets. So um, our guys are locked in. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Coach, as usual, uh... Last question before you guys go back down to the field. Uh, how's our team health? You know, uh, this this week's kind of been a weird week, and it's not all injuries-wise, too. But, uh, um, you know, uh, Grant's a little hobbled up. Trey's a little hobbled up. It still don't have Dave and Sims back. I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to get him back. But uh, um, for the most part, I think our defense, I mean, we've got some guys that are nicked up and stuff like that. Our offensive line is finally in, in full force, and I – uh, I think right now our, our our skill our receivers besides David is is pretty good too, um, but we we've also got a backup running back that's out Zach Bryant that has an ankle sprain, um, so we're getting a little thin at the skill position at the quarterback running back uh, position and then um, I don't know it's just been a weird week you know we have we've we've had uh, two kids uh, this week. Um, have lost in their family. Um, you know, uh, we've had uh, Trey who lost his grandmother this this week on on Wednesday, and it was it was a sad deal. And uh, um, we had a uh, right one of our receivers, one of our backup receivers, made some great catches. He's a great JV kid. You're going to see him uh, lost his sister in a car car crash uh, this this last weekend, and it's just been. It's been an up and down week. I mean, this, but the, the coolest thing about this, and there's nothing cool about that, but the best thing about this is how the kids have responded and wrapped their arms around those guys. You know, Trey was hurting and, and, uh, 
uh, right was hurting, and it was just, I mean, it was just a bad deal. But it was so, so neat to see those kids wrap their arms around them and, and take them in and make sure they were doing all right. I mean, shoot, a week and a half ago, uh, Kevin Chase, our character coach, you know, he married uh, his son off on, on a Saturday, missed, missed the game on Friday, and Kansas City married his, his son off on, on Saturday and uh, um, is, lost his mother-in-law that, that Sunday morning. You know, so think about the ups and downs right there. And you should see the kids when we told the kids about what happened to Kevin Chase and uh, and his wife and uh, losing losing uh, a mother-in-law. And, man, they wrapped wrapped their arms around him. And Kevin even told me, he goes, Coach, you don't realize how many of our of your, your kids texted me and called me and made sure I was doing all right. We've got a mature group here. And uh, it's it's awesome. We've got a, an unbelievable community, too. It's just not this football team. It's a school. Our teachers, our administration have been great to these kids that, that have experienced this loss this week. Um, this, this community has wrapped their arms around them. And, uh, you know, it's besides all these injuries, there's there's been a lot of things going on this week. But uh, at, at the same time, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, there's it, it just gives us hope how, how awesome this community is and how everybody, you know, rallies around each other and is just all in it together. So uh, this is this is an amazing town. This is an amazing team to coach. These kids are amazing. We're, we've got amazing families that, that raise these young gentlemen. And, uh, you know, we've got a football game to play, too. So uh, we're excited to play it. Guys, as always, we appreciate you Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. Well, good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and have been along with Kevin Payne. We'll be bringing you all the action from the semifinals of the 6A state playoffs. Uh, Topeka is the visiting team. They are 10 and 1. Your Derby Panthers are 11 and 0. Going into tonight's ball game. Well, Doyle, it's state semifinals week. It's a, a great crowd here at Panther Stadium. Topeka brought a ton of people down here tonight. Little chilly, 33 degrees, but you know, no wind really. Winds out of the north at about five miles per hour, so gives us a feels like of uh, 29 degrees. But I don't think it's going to matter to the Panther fans or players tonight. No, it doesn't look like it. Uh, all the fans I see, they're all dressed for it, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to be fine. The players will be fine. Uh, this is this, I think. This type of weather, this this level of, of temperatures are right in the wheelhouse of these players. Well, Doyle, uh, Topeka's coached by Walt Alexander in his 14th year. Last year, of course, they lost to Derby in the quarterfinals, 38-7. to This is a team that returns 12 starters off last year's team. You know, Doyle, these guys are by all uh, accords. They're, they're a good football team. Yeah, they, they, uh, they've got the record to prove it, and uh, – they beat the only team that had beat them this year. They they beat uh, Junction City last week. Now they beat Junction City 35 to 14. In that win, Topeka had 511 total yards of offense, 381 of it on the ground, 130 in the air. 
while allowing Junction City 267, just 57 on the ground and 210 passing. So well, that's something Panthers we knew we got to have to do tonight, stop this running attack of uh, Topeka. Yeah, they, they've got a highly potent running attack. They've got two guys that carry the ball about 99% of the time, and uh, they're going to be hard to stop. Well, Topeka returns, as said, five starters from last year's team. It's a spread-type offense, uh, as most teams are in high school anymore. The av- this is a team that's averaging 45 points a game through 11, 11 ball games, and led by a-, a stud. I mean, you can't say anything else. Quarterback Devonche Harden, a 6'4", 205-pound quarterback that's a true Division One-type athlete. Absolutely, and uh, he's he's going to be he's going to be. I guess I've used this phrase before, the straw that stirs the drink on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and if he's the straw that stirs the drink, I think Kai Thomas brings everything else in that drink. He's a six foot two hundred and five pounder, Doyle two thousand six hundred and forty three yards on the season with thirty four touchdowns. He's uh, I believe a Minnesota commit. I mean, this kid's uh, another one. You got a one two combination in the backfield that the Panthers are really going to have to clamp down on. Yeah, you're right about the Minnesota commit, and uh, I believe he's number two in the state of Kansas all time with rushing yard. I don't don't know the exact figure, but it seems like he has somewhere around 7,300 yards, over 7,300 yards for his career. Well, this is uh, a team that uh, they're going to have to throw the ball against Derby, we assume. Uh, You know, you you go back to to Harden, he can throw the football. The guys that are going to catch – it should be Giovanni Williams, a 6'1", 190 pounder, Caden Smith at 5'10", 187, and Trent James at 5'9", 167. Again, we, we think that what we've got to do is stop these guys' running game. Yeah, that, that if, if you stop the running game, I think, uh, you know, you've cut off the head well, of def- the snake. Defensively, these guys returned seven starters from last year's team, allowing 18 points per game so far. Well, Coach Clark talked about it. They run a 3-4 defense, but he says, Unlike what I tell you guys every week, these guys are going to jump into some different fronts to try and confuse us. We've seen it on film. We know that's what these guys are about. Yeah, I, I've seen it. On, like you said, I've seen it on film, and they'll, they'll jump into several defensive fronts. Uh, just about every other play, they're doing a different defensive front. Yeah, Coach Clark again said, hey, defensively, they're tough. He said they've got linebackers that will really fly to the football. Corners and safeties will come up and smack you in the face. So he's We've got to be able to block and, and run on these guys to have success. Yeah, it, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, uh, the offense is going to have to perform, obviously, but the defense is going to have to really perform. And uh, I have no doubt that that won't happen because the defense has performed all year long. As we said, it's state semifinal night. It looks to me like the crowd is just keeps getting bigger by the moment. So uh, we're pretty pumped up. Let's give the starting lineup for the Panthers tonight. First on offense. On the offensive line, senior Alex Kahn, 6'6", 280. Sophomore Jonas Vickers, 6'1", 285. Senior Kevin Washington, 5'11", 300 pounds. Senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280. And sophomore Alex Key, 6'1", 225. You're tied in as senior Jacob Karsak at 6'2", 205. Wide receivers, junior Reed Liston, 6'1", 180. Senior Kavion Walker, 6'3", 220. And senior Aaron Larson, 5'11", 170. Starting running back tonight is senior Trey Washington, 5'10", 195. And we are uh, assuming that we probably will see a little bit of work out of Dylan Edwards tonight. 
Quarterback is Junior Lim Wash, 5'9", 185. On the defensive side of the football, starting defensive line, senior Daniel Archer, 6'2", 230. Senior Tyler Dorsey, 6'2", 245. Senior Seth Smith, 5'11", 195. Set of linebackers, Junior Luke Stewart, 5'11", 190. Senior Jared Knowles, 6'1", 180. Junior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 185. And Junior Colson Searing, 6'1", 200. Quarterback, Senior Terry Ginyard, 5'9", 155. And Senior Brecken Kuzer, 5'10", 170. Your safeties, Junior Tanner Knox, 5'11", 175. And Senior Liddell Clemens, 6'1", 180. Also seeing plenty of action tonight. Amari Maris, Trayvon Morrison, and Tyler Allen for the Panthers. That are the that is the lineups as we have them. Well, Noah, they just did the coin toss. Topeka did win the toss. They've elected to defer to the second half. Derby will be defending the south end zone. You know, like I said, the wind is uh, pretty much still here tonight, so I don't know that that's a big deal. I don't think the wind will be a big deal at all. Well, we got a second before the kickoff. Uh, Last week, Blue Valley beat Blue Valley North 21-20. Olathe North beat Blue Valley West 35-34. Our side of the bracket, Topeka beat Junction City 35-14, and Derby blanked Manhattan 56-0. So the semifinals on the east side of the bracket, Blue Valley there at Olathe North. Blue Valley 8-3, Olathe North 9-2. And And on the west side, Topeka 10-1. They are visiting your Panthers, who are 11-0. Oh, Doyle, I had to chuckle a little bit. The Panthers didn't win the opening toss, but what we've seen out of Coach Clark most of this season is if he wins the opening toss, he's going to offense. He hasn't, uh, you know, in past years it was always, hey, I'll go to defense, but uh, I think that played right into his wheelhouse of uh, getting his offense on the field early. Well, it'll be, you know, if the if the offense is hitting on all cylinders, uh, we should be doing all right. Uh, Panthers are going to receive the football. Again, they're defending the south goal and i'm going to assume that uh uh trey washington and terry ginyard to be back might be a bit of a change to that tonight but we'll wait and see and it is washington and looks like ginyard now these are two uh, dynamite uh, return guys if you've been listening to us all season you know, those are two of the best in the state. Panthers in their black jerseys with black pants, green numbers, and green helmets. We're about ready to go here in Derby. Again, Panthers taking on the Topeka Trojans. They they, they have a little bit of a fake deal they do. And, again, we've, we've both seen this on, on video, and they always fake it and then Go right back, but you got to be ready. You got to cover that. Panthers were ready for sure. High end over ends coming down to Ginyard at about the 15, 16 yard line. 20, 25 finds a hole. Ginyard cross midfield. 40, 35, 30, 20, and just brought down with an ankle tackle at the 15 yard line. Wow, Terry Ginyard caught to the middle of the field, got into the wedge, and then hit the far sideline. And it, and it was just a foot race. That unfortunately, Topeka had an angle on him, but Ginyard just puts the Panthers in tremendous field position to start this drive. First and ten from the 15 of Topeka, as Terry Ginyard picks that thing up on the 16 and gets all the way down to the 15-yard line. Panthers break their sideline huddle and 
just a great opportunity here for Derby to break out on top with a first and 10 from the 515-yard line. 11.48 to go. Just started. Wash and Washington are in the backfield. They give it to Washington. He cuts to the outside. And he probably loses a yard or two. He probably should have just tried to cut it up instead of trying to run laterally. Well, there wasn't a real opening for him to cut inside. Then he started trying to get to the edge. Got to give Topeka credit on that play. They got to the edge very quickly. It's going to be second and 12 after a two-yard loss on first down. Loss of two on the play, second down 12. Wash, he's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage and get thrown down. So it's going to be third down and well, third down and just over 10 to go for the Panthers. Well, Doyle, it's early, you can tell, but I, I will say the athleticism of Topeka right now looks good. I mean, these guys are very quick. Again, third down. This is obviously four down territory for the Panthers. No score, 10.40 to go in the first quarter. Panthers just had a Huge break here, getting down to the 15-yard line at Topeka. Wash finds a bit of a crease. He's going to get down just short of the 10, so it's going to be fourth down and about, most, I'm going to say, six yards to go. Hey, he finds a little bit of an opening, but again, you got to give Topeka credit. I mean, they're really spreading the field out. You know, Coach Clark, it looks like the, uh, the special teams are kind of grouping up around Coach Clark, but now it looks like he's going to go for it with a fourth down and six. Now you got to assume the Panthers are going to have to throw the ball here. they got to get to the five-yard line. Nine fifty-five to go. There's six seconds left on the play clock and still moving. Panthers need to be aware of that. And the clock and nobody called a timeout, I don't believe. No, I don't think I saw Coach call timeout. You're right. That's a five-yard penalty that, against Gerber. That was not uh, – I, I don't know what happened there, but, you know, the clock is right there. It's, it, it's a big clock. So. Well, and I'll say, I mean, you know, it could be that Coach Clark wasn't too concerned about it, that certain pass patterns work better with a little yep, bit with more with a little field. more room. I, I agree with that, but it's going to be fourth and 11 now. Davion Walker and Carsack have been main targets for uh, Wash all season. Back to pass. Got a man open. Touchdown, Panthers. Kavion Walker came across the field. He just got open. I think I had my hands up in the air, and it's like, Lim, find the guy. He finds him right about the two-yard line. Easy touchdown for Kavion Walker. He was wide open, and Lim threw a frozen rope to him. And it wasn't anything fancy. Walker just came across the field on a, on a cross route, and uh, nice uh, nice pitch and catch from uh, Wash to uh, Walker. I know I know it's very early in the ball game, but here's the all important extra point, and we've got a penalty marker. Another one. I'm going to guess it's probably on the Panthers. All start against Derby. But like I said, I know it's early in the ball game. But again, we've both watched a lot of video on on uh, Topeka, and I think you can pass on it. 
Well, keep in mind, Topeka's got several guys going both ways. So that's what you got to you got to hang in a ball game and wear these these uh, athletes out. Good snap, good hold, and the kick is good. So with 9:38 to go in the first quarter, Panthers take advantage of a great kick return by Terry Ginyard, put it in the end zone, and lead 7-0. Well, that's not how Coach Alexander, I, you know, you come out and you say, hey, I'm going to defer and put my defense on the field. You don't expect for Ginyard to run the ball down to the 15, and then, you know, you do a good job of holding Derby out on three plays. We go for it on fourth down, and we hit our, our wide-open receiver. Oh, and he, wa- he was wide open. There's no question about it. Back deep for Topeka is Kai Thomas. And back deep with him is Janice, Gil- Janice Gilbert. Yeah, Thomas, a good-sized kid at six foot 205. He, he's, yes, he is. He's a good-sized young man, and he knows, he knows what to do when he gets the football. Panthers are going to have to have their front seven is go- are going to be big tonight. If, if the front seven can compete with uh, – the offensive line, then they might be able to do some good on the running game. But if they have some issues, this number eight will, number eight and number two, will make it a long night. Just a little bit of a pooch kick. It's going to be fair caught at about the 31-yard line. Well, that's what you, you tell those guys, that that lane, if you're going to kick a high pooch kick like that, immediately call the fair catch, and that's just what he did. And that, that was exactly, that was a smart play. He made it very, very uh, noticeable that he was going to he was going to have the fair catch, did the signal very quickly. Harden and Thomas in the backfield. Harden pitches it out to Thomas. He gets hit and drags a couple Panthers two, maybe three yards. So he's going to pick up two to three on first down. Now, Panthers did a good job that time of setting an edge. I mean, they got out there and uh, the pitch was a little bit late. As Derby, you know, you know, coming into this, Coach Wietrich knows these guys are going to try and run the ball down your throat. Picked up three. And there's going to be a penalty, I'm sure, on – Topeka, they had one of their running backs cut towards the line of scrimmage before the one of their motion men cut towards the line of scrimmage before the snap. Yeah, hard, hard in the quarterback. I mean, you look at him, six four, two oh five. I'm laughing because you know the guy could be a tight end or. Uh, you know, on some smaller schools, he could be a big lineman. He's he's a big physical young man. Got an offensive tackle at six four three forty seven. Straight up the middle goes Harden. He gets maybe a yard. It's going to be third down and eleven. Well, you know that's uh, Jack Heilman at his best. Heilman took him out right at the ankles, and that's how you. Uh, take care of those big guys. You take them out uh, below the hips and uh, cut their wheelhouse out from underneath them. you got to watch for a pass in the flat on fourth down. Third and 11. 8.25 left. Panthers lead 7-0. We're in the first quarter. 
third and 11. Back to pass. Picked, Picked off. off. Picked off by one of our linebackers. Touchdown, Panthers. Looked like Heilman. I think it was Heilman, and it was just picked off. So just like that, Panthers jump up 13 to nothing. You know, again, I say it every week. You cannot come into this place and get down early. We're, we're going to get a penalty on us for celebration. Uh, I, that's exactly what's going to happen. And the officials need to, you know, I, I'm not a whole lot into that celebrate, but those kids weren't doing anything. They were celebrating with each other, and the official threw the flag. I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. I, yeah, I, let's wait and see what number they yeah, call let's, on. Let's wait. It, it may not be on us. And, and it may be a sideline warning. I, I, I'm seeing the officials go over to the Topeka side, so let's see what they called. We're going to wait and see. I may be all wet. I hope I am. Unsportsmanlike. That was basically on our bench, is, is what it was. It, it, it they, was they, they, yeah, they, they, they called it on. He left on, the sideline. I think they actually called it on our quarterback yes. for leaving the sideline. Yes, that's what they called. Yeah, and, and, and really that unsportsmanlike penalty, if you get two of them, I think you're ejected <laughs> from the ballgame. So. A little bit of a high snap, but Larson did a great job getting it down. Extra point is good with 807. Panthers lead 14-0. And that, that, uh, that 15 yard penalty, that'll mean the Panthers will be kicking off from about their own 25 yard line. So Topeka should have fairly good field position. While we got a second, let's recognize some of our game night sponsors. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 1059, is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Express Water and Hardscapes, Pizza John's, El Paso Animal Hospital, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Paws Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, and La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. We we appreciate these sponsors. Without them, we couldn't put on this broadcast on Friday nights. Well, Doyle, that 15-yard penalty may affect how Derby kicks us. I, you know, we like doing that high pooch kick, but uh, you do that, you're going to give uh, Topeka the ball at midfield. Pretty close to midfield. You're exactly right. That's going to change. It should change how we kick the ball off. We're going to see because Simmons is approaching right now. He hits it as pretty deep. It gets down to and hits the ground, bounces at about the 25. <laughs> Panthers storm all over the carrier at about the 26, so great coverage. Well, you can't feed the monster, and that's what Topeka's doing right now. They're feeding the monster, and, you know, again, this is just a tough place to play from behind. It is now 14-0. Panthers lead after a Jack Heilman interception. First pass of the game for Topeka. Jack stepped right in front of it, took it into the house. A pick six, as they say. Jack had made a great tackle to play before. First and ten. They give it to Thomas. He gets knocked down at a, oh, after a couple-yard gain on first down. Keep, keep in mind, this is a running back that uh, 
has 2,600 yards on the season. He's he's averaging almost, I believe, almost 250 yards a game. But he's also averaging carrying the ball over 30 times a game. So they give it to him a lot. There, they give it to him again. He gets to the outside. He makes one guy miss, and he gets knocked out of bounds. I think he's going to have enough for a first down. He's, he's going to have enough. and that, That's what happens with those great running backs. You, you keep feeding them, and pretty soon they're going to get there. So, you know, I don't think they're going to vary too much from uh, what's gotten, gotten them to this point. It's, the ball's out to the 39, first and 10. Back to pass. Just a pass out in the flats, complete. Going to be close to a first down, depending on the mark. They're going to move the sticks again, I think. That's another first down. Back-to-back first downs for Topeka. Panthers were in a zone that time, and the receiver just came out into the area where nobody was. And Harden hit him in stride, first to 10. Again, Harden, he gets to the outside, gets run out of bounds after about a five-yard carry pickup. Maybe six. Topeka's starting to have some success running the football. I think some of that's due to the fact they, they're, they're willing to throw tonight. 7.06 left in the first quarter. Panthers lead 14-0. Topeka on the move. And a good play that time by Dorsey. Tripped up Harden in the backfield for a loss. Well, Tyler just shot through, and they tried to fake the ball. To, and... And he was back there quickly, so it's going to throw him for a nice loss on the play. It's going to be third down and about seven, maybe eight. Back to pass. Now he's hardened. Going to get run out of bounds short of the first down. In fact, he's probably about at the line. Now he might have lost a yard, depending on the spot. So it's going to be fourth down and about eight and a half, nine yards for Topeka. Well, Doyle, I understand we got some listeners coming back from uh, the uh, Kansas City area. I know Brecken's, Brecken says hey to us. He's listening to the ball game tonight. So always glad to hear uh, we have fans coming back and uh, giving us a shout out. It's going to be a punt. They're, at least they're lined up for a punt. Ginyard's back deep, but I don't know if the Panthers are, are quite buying that. Formation for the Trojans. Nice punt. Ginyard fields it about the five, makes a guy miss, and really does a good job getting out around the 10 yard line. Well, and I think Topeka made the right call there. You know, field position's everything. You know, if you don't make it, you give Derby great uh, field position. So kicking the ball down there, and, uh, you know, if, if Ginyard doesn't pick it up, the ball's inside the 10. Now it's just outside. Yeah, he done a good job. He did a great job getting it out where it is now. It's going to be first and 10 Panthers from the 11. They lead 14-0 with 6.20 to go here in the first quarter. It's a big series for the Panthers. Wash and Washington are in the backfield. They give it to Washington. He gets out to about the 15. So he picked up about four on first down. You know, Doyle, I know at practice this week, we were talking to Coach Clark, and that's one of the things they were stressing is we got to be able to run inside the tackles against this Topeka bunch. Second and six, Panthers lead 14-0. Again, they give it to Wash Washington. 
He gets out close to the first down. Looks like he's got enough for a first down. I'll tell you what, Washington picked up the first down, but right at the end of the play, he was snapped. I mean, he was hit very hard by Topeka. Going to be first and 10 Panthers. It's out on the 22-yard line. They lead 14-0. We're in the first quarter. Again, Washington. And he only picks up a yard, maybe a yard and a half on first down. So it's going to be second down and long for the Panthers. Well, Panthers are doing what we just said, trying to run between the tackles. You know, we saw Kavion Walker wide open on that cross pass. I just, I think we can get these guys with the, with the, with the ball throwing. Second and nine. Wash keeps it, makes a big hole. 40, 45, 50, 40, 30. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, I'll tell you what, all that mattered was Lev Wash. Once he got the opening and got down the sideline, it was back to that same thing. Is the angle going to help Topeka get to him? Wash just motors into the end zone. Wow, Panthers up 20 to nothing. We still have five minutes left here in the first quarter. Again, how much can you fall down to a strong derby team and keep your heads up? That was a 78-yard touchdown run by Lem Wash. On a great read. He read, he read the field. He read the end, made a good cut when he got, made the sideline his friend, and then he just ran. Yeah, you teach running backs. You teach these guys to run inside out. Uh, Lim Wash just did a great job of doing that. Extra points, good. So with exactly five minutes left in the first quarter, Panthers up their lead to 21-0, and I'm liking this. Oh, I, I'll tell you, and again, once Wash got to the sideline, it, it's like, okay, we're so used to Lim being able to outrun everybody, but you saw two Topeka guys with the angle, and and it got to the 10. It's like, will they catch him? And Lim Wash just, it was like he found a second gear to get into the end zone. Well, he ran it very well. The line blocked very well. It, it's just, so far, everything's going well for the Panthers. I mean, they, they started out on the 11-yard line in three plays. They're in the end zone leading 21-0. Now, keep in mind, this is a Topeka team that can strike quick. We've seen it. We've seen these guys on film that, you know, they've got the studs. They've got the running back and the quarterback that are both Division One guys. Uh, you know, so you, you got you to gotta stay in the ball game. But right now, it looks like the Panthers are pretty pumped up. Yeah, Derby's got to break their will. And so far, the defense is playing very well. The offense is... Oh, we're up 21-0. High end over end kicks coming down at about the 20. Returner gets out to about the 25. So it's going to be first and 10 for Topeka from there. I think it was Bracken Couser that came down hard that time. And, you know, again, this Panther kick team, they get down the field quick. And I mean, I guess if there's a you know, you call it kamikaze. That's what this whole unit is. Yeah, I think you could say kamikaze. Topeka shows trips to the near side. I don't believe they've been down by 21 points before. And again, it's a pitch out to Thomas. And it's going to be holding, it looks like, on... I don't think the flag came out. It was. It looked like an obvious hold, but... I don't think he called oh, it. Oh, I thought he threw a flag. That was, we saw it up here. Yeah, that was, a, I think, a pretty obvious hold, but unfortunately it didn't get called. First and 10. 
Again, Thomas, and you you gotta you gotta bring him down. You're not gonna be able to arm tackle this young man. You gotta pop him. Well, he's a, he's a good sized kid, as we said. He gets his shoulders straight, and he and he runs downhill. And that's what you yeah, a guy running back like that. That's uh, hard to stop. He picked up six on first down. Again, they give it to him. He's kind of on a roll right now. He's going to be. If that's a fair mark, he'll be short of the first down. But no, they're going to give him enough for a first down. Yeah, he's a he's a runner. I mean, like I said, you're going to have to take him out. I saw on that play, we had one arm tackle, and he just went right through it. Topeka's in a hurry-up type offense. Yeah, they need to get themselves back in the game, and a, and a score at least gets you back into where you can feel somewhat decent. First and ten. And back to pass, right out in the flat. And they fake the handoff to Kai Thomas, who does nothing when he's not going to get the well, ball. They, they he just that. stood there. Yeah, they faked the handoff, but he, I mean, it looked like, it, like, hey, we got a confused play, and man, he just fired the ball out and hit his wide receiver on a short out. It's another first down for Topeka. This time they give it to Thomas. He gets to the outside, and the Panthers gang tackling for very little gain, if any. As we said, a running back like this, a quarterback like what uh, Topeka has, they're going to get theirs. But, you know, I don't know that he can carry the ball 30 times a game and, uh, and play defense and uh, last. Panthers have a player down. Yeah, I can't, I can't see who it is. He's, he's not really down. He's kind of kneeling, it looks like. Yeah, I don't like the, you know, he's, he's, he's up, up now. They were calling for Doc Needry. I can't I can't pick up a number. Might be Coozer, but let's not. Yeah, it's Coozer, but he's he's uh, off. He walked off the field under his own power, but it looks looks like it's a, a hand issue or a wrist issue from here. But we're we're not doctors, so. Coozer's a tough kid. If he can get back in the ballgame, he definitely will be. Panthers lead 21-0. 318 to go. Second nine. Back to pass goes Harden. Got a man out in the flat. Makes a guy miss. It's going to be third down and about three. You know, it's not anything fancy. Panthers are kind of playing soft out there on the edge, and uh, it gives Harden time to, to hit them. Yeah, they're playing very soft. They're playing off six or seven yards, and and those guys are, they're, they're, he's hitting third and four. They give it to Thomas. He's going to be short of the first down by about two yards. So this is probably four down territory for Coach Walt. Yeah, you you would assume. I mean, they're going to be uh, fourth and, and about a yard, yard and a half. And you got to think that this is uh, going to be a power play. They got to get to the 30, 28 yard line of the Panthers. Panthers lead 21 0. On a keeper, they pitch it out to Thomas. He's not going to get there. He's not going to get there. Panthers take over. Wow, on just a pitch by Panthers, lit him up. I mean, lit him up. That was a huge fourth down stand for Derby. He he didn't gain a foot. In fact, he might have lost some yardage. Well, we 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 got to keep. We got one of our players, and we got to keep him from getting himself a a personal foul because he's uh, he's he's. And I hate to say that, but he's showboat. 
know, we we got to stop that kind of stuff. We we don't need another 15-yard unsportsmanlike. First and 10 Panthers from their own 30-yard line after a nice defensive stand. 2-11 to go. Panthers lead 21-0. We're in the first quarter. Motion goes Walker. Again, Wash gets to the outside, finds a lane. Going to pick, get up first down. Should get a first down. Oh, they're going to mark him short. I, he was awful close. Uh, and, and he's finding a weakness out there. He's finding a little bit of a weakness out on the edge. It's going to be second and very short for the Panthers. Second, about a half yard. They lead 21-0, under two minutes left in the first quarter. Panthers got twins to the near side, a single wide out far side. Panthers show motion. They give it to Washington. First down and more, 45, out across midfield to about the 46 or 47 of Topeka. Well, all of a sudden, the Panthers are just chewing up big yardage against Topeka. Keep in mind, Panthers have thrown the ball one time. That was on fourth down, and Panthers scored on the play. It's going to be first and 10 from the 47 with a minute 20 left. Again, Panthers lead in this one, 21-0. We're just in the first quarter. Karzak goes in motion. Now Walker goes in motion. Give it straight ahead to Washington. Finds a crease. Gets inside the 40, inside the 35. Right down close to the 25. Well, they're just chewing the peak apart right now. You already fall, fell down 21-0. We're in the first quarter. You, you really can ill afford to let a powerful team like the Panthers go up on you by four scores. It's going to be first and 10 from the 25. This drive started on the 30 after a fourth down stop by the Panther defense. They lead 21-0. They're threatening to increase that. Wash again finds a lane inside, down close to the 10, maybe inside the 10. First down Panthers. And again, all of a sudden, Pika doesn't know what to do. They, they really don't. They've got... You got Lim Washington at quarterback and Trey Washington in the backfield. They're not putting a hat on a hat. And that's what they did at the first three plays. But all of a sudden, Derby's just running over them. First and goal on about the nine. Again, they give it to Washington. Cuts up the middle. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow. A couple of nice moves by Trey Washington. He cuts back against the grain, finds the end zone. Doyle, we got 15 seconds left in the first quarter. Panthers up 27 to nothing. This, this is this is uh, unbelievable. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we say it every week. This is a machine, and you cannot get down here. You know, you we people call it different things. We've heard it called the pit. We've heard it called everything. You just can't get down here like this. Extra point attempt is up, and it is good. So with 15 seconds to go, in the first quarter, Panthers extend their lead to 28-0. to And, you know, Kevin, the Panthers have come out and really popped Topeka hard in the mouth. And, uh, you know, a team like this, Topeka, they can come back. You know, they're, they're an offensive machine. But at some point, they're going to get out of their game plan behind by four scores. Well, they get out of it quickly. And you, you, you're kind of starting to see it now that, you know, as I said, it's, it's a whole atmosphere here. You come in, you watch everything that goes on. You're not you're not immune to it. You look up at the scoreboard and you go, hey, we're down four scores here. 
you know, and I don't think the Panthers are the type of team that's going to take the uh, foot off the off the throttle. Well, and you, I look across the field at the visitor side; they brought several busloads of, of spectators in. It's it's about oh, I'm going to guess 80 percent full across the way, and they've been sitting on their hands since the start of the football game. Well, that's what you do. You take the crowd out of it early. Simmons will be kicking off again. They can do a little pooch kick if they choose to. And that's what they do, a little pooch kick. It's going to be fair caught at about the 30, 31-yard line. (laughs) We say on film, you know, you watch this derby kick team. These guys are probably going, oh, man, thank goodness I can can get a fair catch in here because we've seen it week after week that you see these guys cower when these guys come down the field. Well, they're they're – for sure not wanting to kick it back to Kai Thomas. He, we, we know about him. Without a doubt, you don't want to see him out in the open field. 15 seconds left. 28-0 Panthers. They give it to Thomas. Man, he just made a great run and picked up about seven or eight yards. He should have been hit for very little gain. He was hit for very little gain, and just the power of this young man was able to get down and pick up eight yards on the play. Panthers lead 28-0. This is Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ 105.9. We'll be back. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads 28-0. And, Kevin, it's been all Derby first quarter. Uh, uh, Topeka's shown signs of life on offense, but the Panther defense has shut them off so far. Well, Terry Ginyard has a great run back to the 15. We pick up a touchdown on fourth down. And then Jack Heilman comes up with a pick six. And all of a sudden, Topeka's uh, wondering what's happened. Second down and about two from the 40. Again, they give it to... Thomas, he's going to get down to about out to about the 44, so he's going to pick up enough for a first down. Well, online listeners tonight, Topeka, Olathe, Junction City, Salina, Russell, Midland, Texas, Omaha, Nebraska, Atlanta, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, to name just a few. First and 10 from the 44, back to pass. Now they're putting pressure on him. Harden, now he's running for his life, and the Panthers run him out of bounds at about the line of scrimmage. Well, you got to like that. The Panthers secondary had great coverage on the play, and Harden just had nowhere to go. He, he was forced out of bounds, uh, so a uh, nice play by the Panther defense. Second and 10, 11 20 to go. Again, Panthers lead this one 28 0. Remember, you can listen to these ball games on podcast. Uh, after the ball, anytime after 10 o'clock tonight. Second and 10. Again, they give it to Thomas. He breaks out into the open. He might not be caught. Finally run out of bounds. No, he's not run out of bounds. 
He gets down inside the 15-yard line. This is, the, this is the guy we've been waiting to see. Well, as we said, you know he's going to get some yardage. We've, we've played against some of the greatest uh, around. Bryce Brown, uh, you know, that played in the NFL. I mean, we'd hold him in check, but he's going to get his yardage. They're just great athletes. Well, he picked up a bunch on that one. His first down, straight up the middle. And I think they're going to blow the play dead because the chain gang was not ready yet. Well, Topeka was in a big time hurry up. They 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 got the big first down and they were just trying to hurry and get the play off. Unfortunately, they didn't wait till the chains got moved or anything. Well, I think they just called a they're, false they're, start. They're going to call it. They they went before the officials set the ball even. It was on the quarterback. So yeah, they they just went too soon. So it's going to be first and fifteen. Again, they give it to Thomas, and he makes a cut inside against the grain, and he picks up a ton of yards, and then he gets pushed inside the five. So it's gonna gonna be about a 14-yard gain for Thomas on first down. Yeah, this this kid's the real deal. He's the he's the probably the best running back we've seen this year. He's a workhorse. Well, he's like I said, he carries the ball over 30 times a game, and he's averaging 240 or 50 yards a game. So, you know. What what this also tells me he's he's in shape and he and he plays defense. He takes a direct snap. I don't know that he got the first down, but he's going to be darn close. There's a late flag, and you just you hate to see that because you know it's going to be some type of personal foul, and you hope it's not against the Panthers. We're going to wait and see what the white caps in. Motions get running pretty high in ball games like this, but you got to keep them in check. It was a very late flag. After a play, personal foul, face mask, number 24, defense. This is number eight. By rule, Greg can stay in the game. First foul. Tore the helmet off of the ball carrier, and for that reason, they don't have to go out for a play. So it's going to be first and goal. And this straight snap. This has been the this has been the Kai Thomas show this whole drive. Touchdown, Topeka, because nobody else has carried the ball, and he's taken the team all the way to the end zone. Yeah, that's what you do, though. You ride your workhorse. I'm going back to that penalty, and I know I heard the official mention our 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 guy that got his first uh, personal foul. And I, I don't think it affects him, but you got to be careful on these personal fouls uh, in this ball game. Extra point attempt. It looks good, and we're going to wait on the officials, and it is. So with 9.37, Topeka gets on the board. They now trail 28-7. And, that, again, that was, that, was all, that was all Kai Thomas. Uh, nobody else carried the ball, and I think the last three, three snaps were direct snaps to him. Well, and you know that what's going to happen here is they're going to get over to the sideline. Coaches are going to work on that and go, okay, what happened on that series? We've been able to shut them down and – and keep him in check. So what adjustments do we need to make? And immediately you can see the guys gathered around the, uh, the, the big screen down on the field trying to make the adjustments. Starters and twos are down there looking, and, and they're going to make some adjustments, I would just about guarantee. I see Coach Wietrich down there with them. So uh, 
uh, I imagine we'll see uh, uh, some adjustments, maybe just minor. You know, they may not be heavy adjustments, just minor. But they're they're looking at the video right now. That's 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 what uh, technology's done to high school football and every level of football. And Coach Clark talked about it a little bit in his pregame is what technology's done and how it affects everything. Panthers lead 28-7 with 9:37 to go in the half. We'll see if they fake this. Yeah, they're going to fake it. This is getting to be an old dance. <laughs> well, Panthers are prepared for it. They get in their bunch formation in case they do pull it off. But uh, I think Derby feels like they're still going to run something here. Fielded by Ginyard at about the 25, 30, 40, 50, 45, 50. Into Topeka territory at about the 44. Well, they, they kicked it short. They kicked a line drive right to our most dangerous guy. And Ginyard makes him pay for it. He gets it across uh, midfield. So Panthers once again have great field position. It's going to be first and 10 derby at the 44 of Topeka. At the Trojan 44-yard line. We'll see what happens here on to the Panthers. Again, great field position. We've only thrown the football once. That was for a score. First and 10 Panthers. They give it again to Washington. He gets to the outside, makes a couple guys miss, finds a bit of a lane, picks up all six at least on first down. Well, you know what what the Panthers are doing a good job of now? That first series, Topeka really strung plays out. They were playing very fast. Right now, Derby is getting to the edge. They're able to hit the cutback lanes, and they're able to pick up good yards. Yeah, we got to call a spade a spade here. We're getting some pretty good blocking by our wide receivers on on the outside. That's one of the things Coach talked to us about this week was I got to get my wides blocking. Second and four. They give it straight up the middle to Washington. He gets hit hard at about the line of scrimmage, and that's about as far as he goes. Now that's going back to what we talked about, that Coach Clark wanted to be able to run inside the tackles. That time Topeka played it pretty tough. Third down and about three and a half or a short four for the Panthers. they got to get down to the Topeka 34. Ball's resting just shy of the 37. It's probably four down territory for the Panthers, I'm going to guess. Wash and Washington in the backfield. Karzak goes in motion along with Larson. Now Walker is in motion. Lots of motion. Wash gets to the open field. 20. Drug out of bounds at about the 15-yard line, first down Panthers. And what Panthers were doing is they were moving, guys. They, they went to a different formation. They moved Larson back in tight, and then they put Walker in motion. And you know, Wash does a good job of getting to the edge, picking up big yardage. Topeka again back on their heels. Yeah, it, it was – Panthers have shown a lot of motion so far in the ballgame. They lead 28-7, just under eight minutes to go in the half. Again, a lot of motion by the Panther wide receivers. Washington gets to the outside, gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe he's going to, if they give him a proper spot, he'll pick up about a yard. Now, Trey that time wanted to cut back inside, and it wasn't there, and he bowed it back out. He's going to lose a little bit. Topeka's going to call a timeout here. 
Yeah, it's uh, probably a big deal for Topeka right now. If the Panthers score again, now you're back behind by four scores, so it's a big deal. 7.38 to go. Panthers lead 28-0. While we got a minute, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tendercare, Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive, Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, and DNM Mechanical. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Again, without these good sponsors, we couldn't be bringing you this game or any game on Friday night. Well, we're 738 left before half. Panthers up big 28-7. Unbelievable. We've thrown the ball one time. Again, Panthers show motion. Pitch out to Washington. Makes a guy miss. 15-10. Gets run out of bounds inside the 10 at about the 9-yard line. Now, Trey did a good job that time and just using his feet. He just danced around. A couple of Topeka guys to pick up good yardage. It's going to be third down and about, oh, it looks like third and three from the nine. They have to get to the six. Now, Panthers really haven't had to throw the ball a whole lot, uh, as we mentioned. Third and three. They give it to Washington straight up the middle. Dances, gets inside the five, so it's going to be first and goal. Panthers well, from about there, the three. There you go, Topeka. You can't give up on Trey Washington. You can't hit him once and assume he's done. He spun out of a tackle, kept his feet moving, and it and it paid off. He picks up a first down. It's now first and goal. First and goal from about the three for the Panthers. They lead 28-7. Wash. Touchdown, Panthers, and Lim Wash was determined on that one. Wow, Lim Wash was determined. He just saw a little bit of a, a gap and shot through it, and Topeka didn't touch him. So Panthers answer back quickly after Topeka scores. We're back, back to a 34-7 to lead. Panthers will attempt the extra point, the all-important extra point, with 7.08 left. Again, they lead 34-7. to this is a Pika team that returns seven starters from last year's team. So that's the, the, the unit you had figured would have all the experience. And it's good. So the Panthers now lead 35-7. They're back up by 28 with the kickoff to follow. It, it's the, the offense is really it, it's hitting on all cylinders. Well, they're hitting on all cylinders. The defense has played really well short of the last series. And, and I, again, I think it'll be interesting to see what adjustments Coach Wiedrich makes. On uh, on Topeka, you know they got two workhorses. That's what you got to stop. Yeah, and and I yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if they made any adjustments. And if they did make adjustments, I'll bet they're just slight. You know, it's nothing, nothing big and fancy. Uh, no, no, you got to start taking somebody else. I bet it's just slight adjustments on their reads. And a lot of times it's over pursuit. It's just hey, we're playing too fast. We're we're doing this. We're doing that. I think you're right. I think it'll be a slight adjustment that uh, is needed. 7.08 left. Panthers lead 35-7 on a Topeka team that came in here 10-1 and and uh, pretty confident. And, uh, as we said earlier, you just cannot afford to get down early to do 
Simmons kicking off. I'm sure the Panthers are not going to kick it to Kai Thomas. It's going to come down. It looks like a fair catch at about the to Harden at about the 20 yard line. So not bad. Uh, not bad, but but what are you doing if you're Harden calling a fair catch? There wasn't a Panther within 10 yards other than what we said. You, you've been watching too much film, and you're going, here comes the kamikazes. I'm going to put my arm up. So Pan couldn't have worked out better for the Panthers, really. It's on the 20. First and 10. They trail 35-7. Back to pass. Just a quick hit out in the flat. Panthers covered it. Going to pick up oh, a couple of yards, maybe a yard and a half. Yard and a half, two. It's going to be second and seven, eight and a half, nine. Yeah, Panthers did a great job that time on reading the play and uh, keeping him in check. Again, they just threw it to the guy out in the flat. Panthers were playing off of him some, but they flew to the football once the ball was in the air. Again, they give it to Thomas, and he gets a big hole. First down, out close to the 35. It's finally tackled by Coozer. Good to see uh, Brecken back in the football game. Thomas is just, I mean, last last possession and so far this possession, he's 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 going to be up towards that 200-yard mark if he keeps this stuff up. Yeah, he's, he's gotten more yardage against Derby than teams have in several games. Again, they give it to him. This time the Panthers stuff him for he's still going to pick up two on first down. Now Jack Hallman was there pretty quickly. We got another Panther getting up slow. That's uh, Dorsey. Dorsey, you can ill afford to have him down for sure. And he gets right back down. He's the nose. He's the he's one of the heart soul of this defense. Back to pass, caught, and then the the, the receiver falls down. So it's going to be looks like. You know, Doyle, I'm going to say, you know, Kai Thomas that time was not involved in the play, and he didn't do nothing. I mean, he just sat there, didn't go out and try and block, didn't do a thing. So that's a key that the Panthers have to watch. Back to pass. Way over the head of the intended receiver, so it's going to be fourth and five, and, and, and we both talked about that. We've seen that on video, that if he's not in, involved in the play, well, and you know what? I the, the kid's a tremendous runner. Let's let's say what it is. But you know, on that last pass play, he was supposed to be blocking, and it was just kind of a lookout block. It's like, man, I hope my quarterback doesn't get his head knocked off. You know, if you're going to go play at the next level, they're going to expect him to be a full package block, carry out fakes, do what you got to do. Panthers shut them down. It's going to be fourth and five. They lead thirty-five-seven. Oh, fake, fake. And they're going to get the first down. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're going to get penalized because he it's tried gonna, to hurdle. You cannot You can't do that. hurdle. That's a personal foul. <laughs> and I'll say this young man was about eight feet in the air on the hurdle. It was Kai Thomas. Yeah, he, he the kid's an athlete, but man, what a dangerous play. It, they, they stopped him right about the line of scrimmage, or at, at the, the line to gain, excuse me. And that should be a 15. Well, I'm not going to say 15. I'm thinking maybe 15. We're going to see. Man, we got to see if it's after or where, if it was in progress. Number eight of the offense. I'm a player that was standing up. That's a 15 yard penalty. 
So they're going to repeat fourth down with a 15-yard penalty. I don't think at all that uh, you're going to see Coach Alexander run a fake again, but they caught Derby with that one. It was going to be close whether it was a first down or not, but that's a big penalty. Well, Thomas is back in punt formation. Now, Panthers are falling two guys back, so again, I don't think they'd try that again, not in this situation, but who knows. It's going to be fourth and a mile. Well, let's say fourth and about 16, but again, Thomas is back in punt formation, so he does about anything and everything. That wasn't a very good punt. Panthers just need to get away from it. It's going to stop at about the 47 of Topeka, maybe the 48, so... Not a very good punt, and the Panthers are going to get excellent field position with 5.06 to go in the half. They lead 35-7. Well, and you go back to Thomas's run on the fake. I mean, you know, there's personal fouls, there's personal fouls, and absolutely it's a personal foul to try and hurdle a guy. But, man, the athleticism of this kid, because he took off, and, and it was a player standing straight up. It looked like he was off his feet six feet. So, I mean, the kid is an athlete. Well, I, I don't think had he not leaped, he would have made it to the line to gain. but. By leaping, he made it to the line, uh, over the line again. So, nevertheless, it's Panthers ball on the 49-yard line, first and 10 of Topeka. Back to pass goes Wash. Got a man it looked, caught, it looked like. It was a great diving catch out there by Kavion Walker. Yeah, it was kind of thrown low, and, and, and Wash had to throw it a little bit sidearm. But he had Walker open. Walker has good hands. He comes down with the ball. Again, you had two receivers open in the secondary of Topeka. 35-7, Panthers, under five minutes left. They give it to Washington. He gets to the outside, finds him a bit of a crease. Got a good block out there by the wide receiver. Looked like it was Walker and picks up about nine. He picks up nine good yards. Go back to KV on Walker. He is a D1-type Wide receiver, he's coming into his own. He kind of started slow with the season, but I'll tell you, the last four or five weeks, KV on Walker's put on a show. Uh, I'm agreeing with you there. He showed good hands, good blocking skills, good route running. Yeah, he's a 6'4", 220-pound wide receiver. Wash keeps it, gets up the middle, 15-10, touchdown See, Panthers. Yeah. They bit hard on Trey Washington on the read. Uh, and it, and really, Wash didn't get touched. He just made the right read, dances into the end zone, 41-7. to seven. Extra point attempt coming up. Panther offense just keeps going. Uh, you know, again, it just has to send some signals around people going, what do you got to do to start, stop Derby? Extra point attempt. And uh, it's good with 4.04 left in the half. Panthers extend their lead to 35 points. It's now 42-7. to seven. Wow. I, I, again, you, you get into these situations and you know that you're going to have a tougher game every week. You assume you're going to have a tougher game every week. You're in the state semifinals. Panthers have once again came out in a ball game and just obliterated their, their opponent early. Yeah, I think there's a coach out there talking to uh, uh, Harden and uh, Thomas, and I think he's kind of giving them instructions on receiving those. Because I think you're right. Uh, Harden should have never fair caught that last one. Well, he, it was kicked up high. He's, a, he's at the 20-yard line. He just starts raving his hands immediately. And 
there literally wasn't a Panther within 10 yards of it. So I, I think the coach was giving him a little extra coaching on, on uh, you know, yeah, use the fair catch when you need to, but, you know, at least look around. But Well, and, and you know, it could be that, and I'm sure that's it, but you also got to kind of watch, are they going to run something fancy here? You got to do something when you're down big. 42-7 Panthers, 404 left in the first half. Just a high pooch kick coming down to Harden. He keeps it this time. And I wonder, did he did he signal for a fair catch? I didn't think he did, but, boy, they, they blew it dead quickly. They blew it dead immediately. Number six from the receiving team, Caleb Howard, fair catch to him. Ah, so number six, the guy it didn't even go to, calls a fair catch. So I don't know whether it's a penalty or it's just where where he caught the ball, where Harden caught the ball. Well, and Harden would have had some good yardage on the play. First and 10 at the 30. They give it to Thomas. He runs over a Panther. He's going to get out close to midfield on first down, so another 18 or 19-yard gain by Kai Thomas. I'm telling you, he just ran that ball so hard. I mean, he stood up a Derby Panther defender and just laid them in their tracks. He got out to the 47-yard line, it looks like, first and 10. Hey, hands down the best running back we've seen this year. Again, they give it straight up the gut. He picks up two, maybe three on first down. I'll tell you, emotions are still high. Topeka's got to be careful. They could have been called for a, a penalty after the play. They had a Topeka guy shoving on a Derby Panther. Officials came in, stopped it quickly. Good job by the officiating crew. Again, they give it to Thomas. He's on a roll, big hole. Inside Panther territory at about the 25-yard line. Yeah, you can't give that guy a seam, and they Panthers gave him a seam, and he's a he's a machine. I'll tell you that. Well, you know, you know who's going to get the ball, and uh, I don't even think two wants to even run it because uh, Harden's having so far. He's they give it again. They give it again to Harden. He makes a couple guys miss. Man, and they're not doing anything fancy. I mean, he's just running off tackle. And he's still picked up seven or eight yards. So it's going to be second down and three. Panthers lead 42-7. And, and, and as you said, Thomas is in great shape because he's, he's been the workhorse. Harden on the keeper. He goes nowhere. In fact, he's probably going to lose. Well, no, they're going to give him a very nice spot. He got back to the line of scrimmage, third down and about four. Well, the difference, the difference is what you see is Harden's running a lot more tentatively than Thomas. Going to be third and about four. This is four down territory for they give it to Thomas. He's going to get another first down at about the 15. Again, it's nothing fancy. He is absolutely running off tackle, getting his getting his shoulder pads squared up and running downhill. That's all he's doing. He's running between our tackles and and uh, he's he's having his way with our front seven right now. First and ten 
Now we've got a timeout. Topeka with 157 to go in the half. Panthers lead this one 42 to seven. But uh, you know, Topeka's on the move. Well, and if you coach Alexander, you, you want to make sure you put points on the board here. Panthers uh, need to make an adjustment. They they really got to make something happen here. Whether you go into more run support, uh, you know, Topeka hadn't shown any downhill passing. Everything they've thrown has been out in the flats. So. Oh, you're going to have to fill that gap somehow. Yeah, I, I think the Panthers are going to have to play a little more of a run game than they are a, an honest uh, uh, run-pass offense. And, and uh, second quarter, Wichita Northwest 14, Mays 14. That's a, another good local 5A game. Last year it was 67-60, I believe. First and 10 on about the... 15, 16 yard line, probably 16 for Topeka. Kai Thomas. And he gets maybe a cup. No, there go, oh boy. Well, Panther, Panthers got to stop that. It's the same play over and over and over. He's running off right behind his right tackle and picking up big yardage. And he got four on first down. So what do you, I mean, why would you give it to anybody else? I mean, just yeah. That's as a coach, you just go, "Hey, I'm going to keep running this thing till you stop me." And it's always to their left side. Pass, good, good play. I couldn't tell what. And it's a touchdown. Yeah, it was just a nice pass play. Panthers had good coverage on it on a slant route. So they crawl back in, and it's now 42 to 13 with the extra point attempt to follow. I, the, the official was very late with his touchdown signal because I guess he had to figure out if the guy caught the ball well, I think not. he was waiting to make sure he hung on to it. It was Caden Smith, a 5'10", 187-pound senior. It was a good catch. Good throw and a good catch. Panthers had pretty good coverage. Extra point is up, and it's good. So with 116 left, Panthers now lead 42-14 in the first half. Man, Panthers, uh, they got to stay tough in this thing. They got to, you know, you know what's going to happen with uh, with Thomas getting the football. I mean, he's just going to keep on running off tackle and doing his thing. That time, they decided to throw the ball. It was a nice uh, pitch and catch. Well, again, uh, you know, they've thrown one, pa- two passes, maybe three. I, I don't know. Uh, Harden's ran the ball three or four, maybe five times, and uh, Thomas has been the rest, the rest of their offense and. Uh, you know, he's guided them down for two scores the last two times they've had the football. Harden's first pass of the game was picked off by uh, by Heilman. And after that, uh, he got a little gun shy, and now they're back to throwing the football. But when you got a back like Thomas in your backfield, now we see why he's carrying the ball 30 times a game. Plenty of time for the Panthers, 116 uh, left before the half. Well, they've had pretty good luck returning the the kickoffs, and again, uh, speaking of kickoffs, Topeka will get the ball to start the second half. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now they got that little—I don't know what to call it. it. They do it every time. I, the Panthers are ready for it. It's hard to describe, but it, so far they haven't used that formation. Oh, that onside kick! Ah, uh, Topeka's offsides. And it also went out of bounds. Yeah, the guy on the far side was about a yard ahead. And the line judge saw it immediately and dropped the flag. 
They're just going to back them up five and make them re-kick it. Yeah, and, and you know, they're, I guess they're lucky the guy was out of uh, was offside because the ball went out of bounds at about the 48-yard line. So it would have been the Panther ball right there. And move it back should be on the 35. We're having a little bit of a discussion on the sideline. Well, that's the coach talking coach to the talking, guy. talking to the kicker. Yeah, it was so obvious that he was offside. You do you don't do it right in front of the official, and, and it was it was obvious that he was. And what Topeka does, they kind of stay in a real bunched formation, and the kicker takes two or three steps like he's going to kick the ball. He doesn't. They reset and uh, have been kicking the ball away after that. But it forces the Panthers to defend that bunch. It, de- it forces the Panthers to defend, defend that bunch formation. Kids only got a two-step kick on these kickoffs. That's going to be high, taken at about the 25 by Ginyard. Still on his feet, out close to midfield at about the 47. So the Panthers have three timeouts, a minute eight to go. They lead 42-14. I don't know about high school, but this would be an eternity in college or uh, pro with, with three timeouts and a minute eight. Well, Coach Clark knows how to use a clock, but – you know, why are you kick the ball to Terry Gidwood? I mean, I know on the other side you got Trey Washington, but, man, I, I just don't understand that you kick it to uh, a guy like him and Derby continues to have great field position. It's going to be first and 10. They lead 42-14. It would be all right if we scored here right before half. Without question. Wash, and he's not going to get much. That, that's the first time they've held Wash down tonight. Well, Panthers spread the field out big time on that play, and, and uh, Wash was going to try and sneak up the middle, and he's had some good success with it. Uh, that time he's going to lose about a yard, though. It'll be second 11, clock moving about 45 seconds. Back to pass goes Wash. The man out in the flat com- completed, made a couple guys miss. It looked like it's KB on Walker. He gets down to close to the 35-yard line. That'll was, stop the clock. It was Walker. And, uh, nothing fancy on the play. They just left Walker wide open. First and 10 Panthers. How you clock a, moving. How, how you leave a guy like Walker wide open, I don't know. Back to pass again goes Wash. Got a lot of time. Caught. 15-10. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, and I'll tell you again, if you can't exploit this Topeka secondary, I don't know, because Kavion Walker was wide open across the middle. I was watching him, so I didn't pick up who caught the ball. Looked like Larson, from, but, but these numbers are a bit of a challenge to read, but it looked like Larson on the catch. And I think you're right. It was Larson. He makes a nice catch, and he gets into the end zone. But again, two receivers wide open. Topeka has not been able to stop. The Panther offense. Well, Panthers score again right before half. Extra points up, and it is good. So 49 to 14 with 14 seconds to go. 
in the first half. Panthers have scored on every possession tonight, and they scored on the defensive side of the ball once. Well, you know what? You can give up some yardage and a touchdown here or there to, to Thomas if you keep answering the bell every time you get the ball. And You know, the bad news for Topeka is they fell down by too much too early. Yeah, they're they're down by five scores right now, and uh, that's uh, that might be a pretty big hill to climb. But you know, the Panthers need to keep after it, and again make make some adjustments because again, Kai Thomas is their whole offense anyway. It has been tonight. I mean that that's undeniable. Yeah, and it is. We said he's hands down the best running back we've seen this year. Without without question. Any, anybody that would debate me on that subject, I would argue that because this young man can run the football. He is definitely going to be playing probably in the Big Ten. Maybe not next year, but he'll be playing a lot. Yeah, he, he's one of those guys you you know you'd, you'd like to see playing on Saturdays because he's that good. He is very good. And he's had a good career. It's not just been this year. My goodness, he's Second leading rusher in the state of Kansas. Second only to D'Angelo Evans, who was early 90s. 14 seconds to go. Panthers lead it 49-14. A little pooch kick. And it's going to go out of bounds, so no time off the clock. Yeah, it got out of bounds. Coach Clark caught it. I mean, he came down, so we'll have to give Coach Clark a hard time that he still has hands. Well, he played wide receiver, I think, in college, didn't he? He should have caught it. Come on, Coach. If he'd have dropped that, we'd have had to put that on some kind of a video. <laughs> so it's going to be on the 39-yard line of Topeka. Well, they got good field position. Uh, 14 seconds left. You, you got to watch. It looks like they're going to be in a passing formation. Panthers playing a cover four. Back to pass. Now being checked. That that had to be a penalty. I got one, one of their tackles just got pushed one of our guys from behind, and, and it was right in front of the referee. And I think, uh, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I don't know what it is. But. Well, the ball, I, I tell you, Harden could throw the football, but there wasn't anyone within 10 yards of it. Joel, I got to score a second quarter store, score. Olathe North 21, Blue Valley 0. Not surprised about that one. Northwest now 24, Mays 14. Might be the last play of the half. Panthers lead 49-14 with six seconds left. Back to pass again. Now they're going to give it to Harden, or Thomas, excuse me. Panthers are going to get him out of bounds, and that's going to end the first half after he picked up eight or nine yards. So Panthers are going to go in at halftime, Kevin, leading 49-14, to 14, which, you know, that, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. And, you know, if you're the Panthers, you're going to go in, you're going to make some adjustments. I, I will guarantee you Coach Wheatrick and his bunch are going to say, you know, Thomas is great. Who cares? We've got to be able to shut him down. I, I think you'll see the Panthers make some adjustments towards him. Offensively, I, I, you know, you got times that they've shut us down, but what do you really say? I mean, we've been able to run the ball. We've been able to, we've got two touchdown passes. I mean, Panther offense looks good tonight. Yeah, well, what, whatever, whatever the the defense does, and they they may make some big time adjustments because uh, uh, that that's, I mean, we, we would be remiss if we didn't say that the whole offense for Topeka tonight has been number eight. 
Oh, without question. I mean, that's, but we knew that coming in. We thought we might see Harden running the football a little bit more, but it is, it has been a Thomas show down here tonight. Yeah. And uh, it's, it, it's going to be interesting again to see how the Panthers come out because Topeka will get the football to start the second half. So, you know, it would be nice if they'd start the halftime clock. Both teams are in the locker room, and they still haven't. Now, Topeka's just now Gax in the field. It doesn't they, matter. They're off the field. <laughs> That's all it takes. Now, usually, I, I know the officials usually wait till they're off. And, 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 you know, the problem we have here at Derby is that our locker room facilities are poor at best. So, you know, I think they're going, hey, I, you got to try and get these kids into the thing. Well, you may be, you may be spot on on that one. They, they finally started. I mean, the band was out here waiting on the, waiting on the halftime clock, waiting on the official to start the clock. They've been standing out here ready to play. And, and you know our band's going to give a great performance, the band and the flag line. And I believe that's – I don't know whether that's the cheerleaders or the Pantherettes in front of the band. So it's going to be a good show for the Panthers at halftime. Well, and I look down, Doyle, we got a great crowd here tonight. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's, it's state semifinal night. As we said, it's a little chilly, but no wind to speak of. So, you know, why wouldn't you come out and support your team and try and see a good football game? Yeah, I, I agree with all – I agree with all of that. You know, Panthers lead this one 49-14. This is Panther football on KDKQ Alive 105. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969 offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Come, Flabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cleanest. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Making plans for the special day? 
Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Well, this is Panther Football on the Live 105 KDKQ. The Panthers lead 49-14 at halftime. Uh, the band is out performing right now. And, uh, you know, Kevin, it was kind of a pretty fun first half for us. We got up 28-0, 35-0, and I think 35-7 and 42-7 and then 42-14. And then with a minute and eight seconds left, Panthers started on about the 48 or 49-yard line and scored with 14 seconds left in the half to make it the halftime score 49-14. But I think I told you that. I, I, as you said, there was like a minute eight, minute nine, something left. And I said, plenty of time for the Panthers. And Sure enough, they score quickly, and that other seven points might make a big difference in tonight's ball game. Yeah, that was that was a good pitch and catch to Larson. There, it scored a forty ninth point or forty eighth point for the Panthers. And uh, you know, Larson, he's he's uh, been injured a lot this year, so that probably felt pretty good for him to get his hands on one and put it in the end zone. I know we have some additional scores, but again, some of these I, I think may have changed a little bit. Uh, Olathe North, 21, Blue Valley, 0. That would be who the uh, state champion side, uh, who wins the semi on that side. So right now it looks like Olathe North, uh, uh, Wichita Northwest now up on Mays, 24 to 14. Aquinas, uh, 14, Mill Valley, 0. Of course, uh, that's uh, an ex-Derby coach out there in Mill Valley that uh, we, we like to watch those guys. Andover Central 7, McPherson 0, Bishop Mies all over Payola 27 to 0. And the other one we kind of were hoping that uh, we'd see Coach Weirman at Cheney uh, do well against Andell. They played them well earlier in the season, but right now, first quarter, Andell was up 28 to 0 on Cheney. Well, you know, they, they played Andell earlier in the year, and I believe the final score was like 29 to 22, something like it. it was one, seven points was the difference. Boy, they're hammering them tonight, it looks like. And, and again, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, Coach Appleby at Mill Valley can come back and that Coach Wehrman's tighten things up uh, with Andell. But uh, good to see uh, we have three Derby coaches, two of them that aren't here any longer, that we're all in the, in the state semifinals tonight, not too shabby. Yeah, another game that maybe people are interested around here is uh, Mays Northwest, and it looks like Northwest is open up and opening up a little bit of distance between them and Mays right now. Well, Doyle, back to the Derby game. Let's get into the first half stats uh, for tonight's ball game. In the rushing department, Panthers again 
doing a pretty good job. 22 rushing attempts, 236 yards, averaging 10.7 yards per carry. That fits right into what the Panthers have been doing all season. Four Topeka, 30 attempts on the ground, 194 yards, 6.5 per, per carry. You know, that's been a long time since we've seen the Panther defense give up that many yards. Yeah, 194 yards, uh, and I'll bet you 150 of it are Kai Thomas's, maybe more. And the passing department, here's where the change happens. Panthers, four for four tonight, 87 yards and two touchdowns out of that. Topeka, six for nine for 46 yards, no touchdowns. Over, o- overall yardage, Panthers, 323, Topeka, 240. We haven't seen that. We've had some games where teams had 14 yards in the whole game against Panthers. So Panthers have to figure out how to ch- shut off Thomas. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're probably talking about that right now in in the locker room. You you would think anyway. And and again, Kevin, it may not be a whole lot of adjustments. It may be just little minor tweaks. And uh, because Thomas is not doing anything fancy, he's running between the tackles. He's making you know four to 30 yards a pop. Now, third down conversions, Panthers two for three, Topeka two for six. So that tells you a little bit of the difference there, too. Individual stats for Derby, as we said, Lim Wash four for four tonight, throwing the football 87 yards. Tavion Walker has three catches for 51 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Larson has one for 36 and a touchdown. And in the rushing department, Lim Wash, uh, a nice night, nine carries, 154 yards. Trey Washington, 12 carries for 81. You go back over to uh, to uh, Topeka, and uh, the guy that's been hurting us all night, Kai Thomas. Doyle, 24 touches in the first half, 191 yards. I, I am not – well, how much – what, have I got 194 total rushing yards, something like that? Exactly. Then, Harden's got three yards on six carries. So the show has been Kai Thomas running the football. For uh, Topeka, you know, you know I, I can't say enough good things about that young man. He he's just a tremendous running back, and uh, again, I I hope he has a great career at the next level because it's sure he's sure going to end up a, a, a tremendous high school career. Well, as we said, Panthers 323 total yards, Topeka 240. But we always like that final stat we give. And that's at half. Panthers lead 49 to 14. You know that, that's a lot of points put up. Uh, you know, a lot of teams, that's that's the game-ending uh, score. But uh, this is just halftime, and uh, Panthers, again, they lead it 49-14. This is Panther football on KDKQ, a live 105. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KVKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. 
Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached. 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. 
Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads. It's still halftime. There will be a obligatory three-minute workout period. It's 49-14. Panthers over Topeka. Topeka will get the football to start the second half. Well, and then, again, Topeka won the toss. They uh, deferred to the second half. But, you, again, you can't defer. And then let the Panthers go down and score and then throw a pick right away. And you're already down 14-0. That's something you can't do. Well, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, again, I uh, my hat's off to number eight. He's got a whole nother half to go. He's already got 190 yards rushing. And I'm sure the Panthers are going to try to figure out some way to at least maybe not stop him, but at least slow him down some. Yeah, well, we got a little bit of time. We do have some halftime scores that have been updated. In Olathe North, 21, Blue Valley, zero. That would be the next opponent should Derby get out of this one. Wichita Northwest now 38, Mays 21 halftime. Mill Valley climbing back in that ball game. They now trail Aquinas 21 to 14. So uh, Coach Appleby getting himself back in that. Andover Central 7, McPherson 0. Bishop Miege again all over. Paola 27 0. Cheney uh, at half now down to Andale 35 to 0. Wow. That, that was one that, uh, again, I, I think some of the experts around here thought might be a pretty close game just based on their first first time around. But uh, Andale's handling. Uh, they just announced that Derby is going to be kicking uh, this from the, from the north side. So Derby will be defending the north end zone. Yeah, Doyle. Wind has just not been a factor. I mean, you, it, it's a chilly night here right now, you know, low 30s for temperatures, but fortunately, no wind. It, it just doesn't, it makes it bearable. Well, you know, a lot of people are out in the stands, they're wearing flip-flops. You know, it, it, it's that warm out, no wind. So, you know, they, they just wear flip-flops. Well, well, at least we had somebody wearing flip-flops yeah. out, at, out before the game. Yeah, we did. Hello, Kendra. <laughs> You know, and actually, I'm looking, the temperature's at, uh, up to 34 degrees, so it's balmy here. So I understand the flip-flops. Yeah, me too. But but again, with no wind, I, I think last week it was a little warmer, but the wind made it cold. Yes, the, the wind is just not what we like. But that's part of living in Kansas. We're ready to go here in the second half. It looks like, again, Thomas is back along with Janice Gilbert, the same tandem. It's been back there, but the Panthers have not kicked to him yet. They have kicked just little pooch kicks, maybe down to the 20, 25-yard line, which is probably pretty good strategy. Yeah, I'm not going to kick to a guy like Thomas. Simmons is approaching the football. Again, it's just a little pooch kick. It comes down to Harden at the 25, and he gets knocked down at about the 
36 or 37. That's where Topeka will have it. Fairly good field position to start this possession. You know, I got to like O'Simmons. He's our, our soccer player that kicks. You know, he's one of the few guys out there not wearing the leggings. I mean, he's got the, the bare, bare legs going on and uh, done a great job kicking for us this year. Yeah, again, he's missed two extra points, and he's had a lot of opportunities to kick extra points. First and 10. Again, they give it to Thomas. He gets stopped after about a two-yard gain on first down. Again, it looked like the same play or a similar play to what they've been running the whole game. You know, I snuck in next door uh, at half, and and guys over there said the same thing. This kid's the best back we've seen. And he kind of just ducks his head and plows forward, picks up two, maybe two and a half more. It's going to be third and five out of about the 42-yard line. And I can't explain enough. Nothing fancy. They're just handing him the ball, letting him run off tackle. Uh, Third down situation here, though. Once in a while, they'll direct snap to him. If if the quarterback shifts over one way or the other, they're going to snap it direct. Third and five. Back to pass. Out in the flat. Caught. First down. Panthers playing soft on those outside receivers, but you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna second guess anything. Yeah, they're they're giving up uh, some yardage there, but that's a tough pass, and, and and Harden has the arm to get it out there. I mean, that's the other key. He's getting the ball out very quickly. First and ten from the 49. Again, they give it to Thomas. He cuts up into the gra- against the grain and gets out into Panther territory at about the 44-yard line. That looked like more of the old zone read where you know you saw you saw Harden shuffling along with uh, Thomas and he gives him the football. So he picks up seven on first down. Back to pass. Going to be a deep ball. Going to be way overthrown. Yeah, they're going to pick out there on Ginyard. Probably the one guy you don't pick on is Terry Ginyard. He's got great coverage, and the ball's just, I mean, you can tell that Harden has a great arm, but he just chucks it. I mean, it was 10 yards over the receiver's head. Well, it's probably not a bad deal. You got third and short. It's probably four down territory, so why not try a deep ball? Well, and you got Thomas in the backfield who's gaining average of six yards of carry. They give it to Thomas, first down. Inside the 40 at about the 39, Panthers have really no answer for him. The last two and a half, three possessions. Yeah, you got to give a lot of credit to this Topeka offensive line. They're big guys, and they're uh, moving the Panthers. Again, this time a keeper, and down goes Harden. He gets maybe a yard. So they... Got away from giving the ball to Thomas. Harden, now they're going to give him no gain. It's going to be second and 10. That's nice to see second and 10. They give it to, no, just a quick pass out in the flat. Caught. Hit immediately. It's going to be maybe a five-yard gain. We'll wait and see where they mark him. Yeah, it's going to be about a five-yard gain out to down to about the Panther 35. 
But it's it's third and manageable now. Yeah, uh, Clemens timed that one well because just as the receiver got his hands on the football, Clemens blew him up. So you're exactly right. Third and long here is a lot better than having third and two with a guy like Thomas in the backfield. Panthers lead 49-14. They pitch it. Now Harden's going to throw it. I don't know who he was. I don't know who. He, well, evidently we nearly picked it off. Well, he he threw the ball and and Derby was behind the receiver all the way. I mean, great coverage by the Panthers. Panthers nearly picked the ball off. That was Liddell Clemens, and he, he had it in his hands. And I I seen Liddell kind of walk up and grab his helmet like, boy, I should have caught that one. But that was good defense by the offense. Now, nice play call by Topeka, really. I mean, no one expected. Oh, oh my goodness. Roughing the passer. Panthers get nailed. I didn't see the flag out on the field until the white hat came to the middle. Roughing the passer, he was on the run when he threw the football. He was outside the pocket. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know if I agree with that call. Anyway, it's going to be a first down from the 20. And I, and the, the White Hat's coming over and giving the coach an explanation. And I think maybe coach might be asking him. He was running. He threw it on the run. He was outside the well, Yeah, You're right. It was a pitch to him. So, And he was running. And I thought we hit him well, I mean, within reason. Yeah. Well, you, you can tell by Coach Clark's body language he does not agree with the call. No. Anyway, Topeka's going to have it first and 10 from the Panther 20 after the uh, roughing the passer call. So instead of fourth and about seven or eight, they're going to pitch it. Now he keeps it, Harden, and he's going to pick up a couple. Now, Panthers played that well. It goes back to the hat on a hat. They ran an option. They were going to try and pitch the ball out to Thomas, and uh, Panthers uh, put a hat on both guys. Fortunately, they only pick up a couple. Yeah, they did a good job defensing that. Maybe a yard and a half is going to be second. Then they give it to Thomas. Spin move going to be down close to another first down for Topeka. But it's all on the ground. Clock moving. Panthers lead 49-14 with eight minutes and ten seconds left in the quarter. It's been about a four-minute drive. I mean, so Topeka is chewing up a lot of clock here. Third down and about two. Thomas gets into the backfield inside the five-yard line. So another good gain by Kai Thomas. Uh, he's got such a quick step. I mean, he, he comes out and he plants and he's just gone. He can cut back against the grain very quickly. And that's that's what he's been doing. Uh, he's, he's been finding lots of seams to run through. And he runs north and south. First and goal. High snap. Thomas. And there's going to be a short of the touchdown. Well, but there's a penalty. Flag, yeah, flag came up quickly from the white hat. Looks at, you know, usually when it's in that vicinity, you're going to see either a, a uh, hold or, you know, maybe it may be a false start. I'm going to say a false start. Illegal, Illegal shift. Peek is fortunate that that ball didn't go setting over Harden's head. Well, he's six foot four. Yeah, you're <laughs> that right. That would have been an awful high one. First and goal from the 10 for Topeka. Panthers need to stop Thomas for no gain or something. Just get him behind the chains. 
pitch. He gets inside the 10. Panthers gang tackle him right there, so he might have got a yard. Well, I'll tell you, Doyle, it was an option play. They pitched it late. They ran it well. Panthers hit him low. And this kid is fun to watch. I, I mean, you, you, you think I'm going to take him out of that at the knees, and he lowers his shoulder pads even more and bowls us over and picks up some yardage. Yeah, he picked up maybe a yard on the play, so it's going to be second goal from the nine. Again, Panthers played that pretty well, but this young man just – he just kind of had his way there, pulled his way for a not a yard gain. 49-14 Panthers, 6.30 to go in the third quarter. Back to pass goes Harden. Panthers putting a little pressure on him. This guy is going to be a touchdown. Yeah, he just had his guy in the end zone. Panthers had pretty good coverage, but nice pitch and catch out there. Uh, after all that drive took up five and a half minutes. We got another late flag. I, I don't know what this is on. I, I, I don't know if it's on Derby, but it was out where the the uh, defensive back for Derby was. and uh, I, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Well, their point. The a point by number 23 scoring team. Derby has left it. Take the penalty on the kickoff. Okay, so, so the penalty is against Topeka after the touchdown, and I thought I saw our D-back pointing that way. 15-yard penalty would be assessed uh, on the kickoff, so not a good move by Topeka to uh, give Derby even better field position. Well, they just put one in the end zone. It's now 49-20. to 20. That was a nice pitch and catch. Yeah, the other part of that, you can't take six minutes to go down the field to score, not when you're trailing by that many points. Extra points up, and it looks good, and it is. So 49-21 now with 6.29 left, and uh, uh, Topeka's going to have to kick off from about their own 25 after the penalty mark. So Panthers should get good field position for this possession. You know, we, we talked earlier in the week about how many times Panthers have shut down great running backs. I mean, you can go back 25 years of that going, hey, you know, we stopped this, we did this. This kid is putting on a show here. He's well over 200 yards in the ball game, and, and, and again, hats off to the young man because he, he's very good. I, I'm going to guess he's up right around his average, which is right around 250 yards a game right now right. With, with a quarter and a half left. So he's going he's gonna to get a lot of yardage unless the Panther defense can figure him out. Well, and if it does anything, I mean, if you're late the North, I mean, again, they're ahead 21-0 in their ball game. You got to look at film and go, okay, did we find something against Derby that we can maybe run the ball like that? I, I just don't know that they have that type of running back. But Panthers will make the adjustment. They uh, they usually do. Well, I see the defense is over there looking at the TV screen, so I'm sure there's some kids getting coached up. Because I I know for I I think I know Coach Wheatrick well enough to know he's not liking this. No, absolutely not. He's not not liking this. Now Panthers just need to answer. That's exactly what they need to do is just answer. They lead 49-21. Little pooch kick going to go out of bounds at about the 40. Maybe on the 39. Now again, not a not a good circumstance for Topeka. It looks like it's they've marked it on the 40. 
So that should be where the Panthers take over their own 40. First down and 10 with 6.29 left in the third quarter. First they got about kicking team. Derby has elected to take the ball at the 50-yard line. Oh, Derby's going to get uh, the ball at the 50-yard line to start this drive. That, that's pretty good field position. I don't know if you could ask for much better than that. No, and you don't give the Panthers football at that place. You just you can't do that. Well, we'll see how the offense comes out after setting for the first half of the first third quarter. First and 10 from midfield. They lead 49-21. Washington, big hole, still on his feet. First down inside the 40 at about the 36. He's going to pick up 14 yards on the play. So, you know, that's, uh, I guess, your answer. The Panthers come out uh, running the football again between the tackles. They, they mark it on the 37. First and 10 there. Again, Washington makes a couple cuts, gets out inside the 30 to about, the, I'm not going to say, because I'm not sure where they'll mark it. Yeah, he's going to pick up eight, eight and a half on the carry. And Doyle, I guarantee you that's what they talked about at half, what Coach Clark talked about all week. I want to run between the tackles. Picked up eight, so it's going to be uh, third, second and two from the 29-yard line. So Panthers on the move. Showing blitz. Again, pitch outside to Washington. First down, 25-20. Gets pushed out of bounds and onto the track. Wow, that was uh, Yusef McDaniel that shoved him out of bounds. And uh, and you called it. You know, Topeka shows blitz. Blitzes work sometimes. Blitzes don't work when Derby runs wide and pitches to Trey Washington. He picks up big yardage for a first down. It's going to be first and 10 from the 18. Yeah. Clock, clock stop. I think what you saw is Topeka going, hey, they're going to run off tackle again. We're going to blitz. We're going to stop it. But Derby, Derby read it. They ran outside. First and 10. Good motion. Screen pass. Reed Liston. Reed Liston inside the 10 down to about the six-yard line. Reed, Reed has been making a career the last few weeks on that screen pass. He picks up good yardage. So Panthers quickly answering back. That's a good call by the offense, Panther offense, to run that little screen. Slow the, slow the uh, Topeka guys up just a hair. Against, looks like Wash, touchdown Panthers. <laughs> yeah, so. Topeka goes down. They take six minutes to score, and Panthers just answer back. If you're Topeka, you got to find a quicker answer. You can't say, hey, I'm going to keep taking that much time because they're too far down. Now 55-21 with 5.14 left in the third quarter. So Panthers score quickly. Extra point attempt to follow. Simmons. Larson, the holder, a little bit of a high snap. Larson got it down. Simmons put it through. 56-21 with 5.14 to go, Kevin. Uh, you know, it, it's Panthers scored on every possession. Every possession and, and quickly. I mean, you know, as we said, Topeka takes five and a half minutes to march the ball downfield uh, and score, and Panthers come back in a minute and put points on the board. Yeah, and that, that's at some point, 
it's got to be a little disheartening to the Topeka defense, but, uh, you know, they're still hanging in there and their offense hasn't, hasn't given up a bit. They're, uh, they're still trying to score. They are. And again, they're not doing a whole lot of fancy stuff. They're just giving the ball to number eight and, uh, He's taking care of business. Well, if you got number eight in your backfield, what a luxury. I have seen something I don't like. Uh, one of our players, one of our starters, uh, I hope it's a cramp, but he's uh, limping around pretty good. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, and that's another one of our guys that we uh, – and he looks to be okay. That's another guy you can ill afford to have uh, out. He looked, he's moving not great, but he's moving better now. So maybe it's just something he's walking off. We'll, we'll see if he get, goes out on the field to start this defensive series. Uh, he's another one of those guys that uh, he's, he's, a, he's a ball player. Again, Thomas is back deep with Gilbert. This time they kick it deep to Gilbert. He gets it on about the 13. Now he's running lateral. Giving up ground. <laughs> Not a good idea. He finally gets, finally gets, well, he gets pinned in at about the 17 or 18 yard line. Yeah, they may give him forward, forward progress out a little bit to the 18 or 19. I don't know, but Panthers got down very quickly. I think we may have a, now it's a Topeka guy. Hard to say. We got somebody shaking up. It's on a Panther the on the other side. And you're right. It is a Panther. He took his helmet off, so I don't know. I can't pick up a number. It's it's hard to it's hard to see those numbers or any number on the far side of the field. Well, we have a little bit of a break. Wichita Northwest now forty five, Mays thirty four. So those teams battling uh, back and forth with each other. Going to be now. Well, let's see. Ginyard's coming back across, but we've got a Panther down over there. But again, I don't. Well, now he's up and walking. We'll we'll pick up a number on him when he gets closer and out of the shadows. Yeah, and usually those the guys out there they're uh, primarily defensive starters. A uh, few offensive starters on that kick team, but uh, a lot of defensive guys. That that might be that might be Trayvon Morrison. Uh, no. No, it isn't. It's it's uh, our starting safety, Liddell Clemens. Liddell Clemens. So he's walking okay now. So let's hope he can get himself back in quickly. I'm sure that uh, coming into the ball game for him will be Amari Ramirez, and he is. He's in there at one of the safety spots. First and ten, Panthers. They lead 56-21. First and ten, Topeka High from their own. Topeka has trips to the near side. I think Topeka knows that they've got to get some scores up quicker if they even want to have a chance. They give the ball to Thomas, and he's going to pick up six or seven, maybe eight on first down. Well, you know, you you, you know you're getting a line surge when you look and you see that Topeka's offensive linemen are four or five yards down the field. They're moving us back. Second and about two, I mean – I'm glad we had success against him the first couple, three times they had the ball, but because we sure haven't had any success with him since then. Back to pass. Up, could be intercepted. Yeah, they're going to call pass interference oh. on the Panthers. Wow. 
Wow, I, I don't know. Again, we we have our glasses we like to wear down here, but uh, they, they definitely are calling pass interference, so that's going to move the ball downfield. That's as good as good as a pass. Yeah, we had pretty good coverage. The ball was thrown up and, and really just threw his hands. I mean, he, he didn't make a very good effort even trying to catch the football. Well, it was thrown up, and both guys were going for the football. But I guess in any situation, the offensive guy has the advantage, I guess. I, I don't know. That that would have been a good no-call even. But it wasn't a no-call. It's first and 10 from the 42. Panthers lead 56-21. Again, they give it to Thomas. He makes several guys miss. And he's inside the 30. Panthers just hanging on him. You can't. You can't hardly bring him down, grabbing him up above. Well, and his and, kid, and, the kid keeps his feet moving. I mean, he keeps them churning. Panthers had to, it looked like they were going to run him out of bounds. They couldn't stop him. He got back to the middle of the field. They couldn't get him down. I mean, this kid is putting on a show. He's putting on, yeah, I don't even know why you'd pass it. Uh, 4-10 to go. Panthers lead 56-21. Topeka's inside the Panther 30-yard line. Again, back to pass. <laughs> dropped and that was a good thing because he could have scored if he'd have caught it yeah, he's wide open on a slant pattern and you thought he was going to catch the ball and just goes right through the wickets and uh, fortunately for panthers it falls to the ground it's going to be second and 10 from the panther 28 or 29 yard line Panthers lead 56-21, four minutes left in the third. Again, they give it to this this time the Panthers stopping for very little gain. That was Thomas. Now Luke Stewart made the tackle and <laughs> we needed a Luke Stewart tackle there. Luke Stewart hitting pretty good. It's gonna be third and long. It looks like it might be, well, I can't tell. They're, they're switching offensive players in and out. They're going to add a blocker in the backfield, one of their inside linebackers. Now he moves over to tight end. So it's going to be third down and 10 from the 29, and in motion goes Kai Thomas. Back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat. I think it was caught. It's going to be short of the first down. It's fourth down and about one. Yeah, and it was caught by uh, by Thomas out there. And well, I mean, Panthers did a pretty good job again at coming up. But uh, fourth down and one now. I, I, I you any bets on who gets the football? No, I'm not going. No, no, I'm not going to bet on it. I think if I was the Panthers, I'd send everybody but the kitchen sink. Thomas on a direct snap, first down. I'm thinking, yeah, it looks like he got enough. Panthers drove him back, but it looks like he got enough. It's going to be close. We're going to see. And they did. The white hat took forever. I mean, he he spotted the ball and then glanced back over to the sideline to the chains and moves it. So that would have been a huge stop by the Panthers. Thomas catches the pass. Thomas runs for the first down. So it's first and ten. On the 18 and a half yard line, Panthers lead 56 21. 
timeout. Topeka. Topeka took a timeout. Topeka. Again, Panthers lead this thing 56 21. There's 245 left in the third quarter. I mean, that's 56 21, but Topeka's threatening. Again, the, the Panthers haven't been able to stop them. This is the fourth. This will, If they score on this drive, it'll be their fourth straight without the Panthers stopping them. And, they, and they've just found a little bit of a weakness or running behind uh, this big offensive line they have. And, you know, Thomas, uh, that last run he had, I mean, my goodness, uh, he's not quitting. I mean, he runs very hard. He doesn't go out of bounds. We had Panthers just trying to drag and pull him down. And again, the one thing you see is the feet never stop. Yeah, this this Panther defense is a good defense, and uh, he, he's having a good day against a good defense. Without question. So it's hard to say what he'd do with a average defense because these, these kids are good. They've played hard all year long. And they're still playing hard. Thomas, straight up the middle. Run through one arm tackle. Run through another arm tackle. He looks like he's in the end zone. Well, and again, he didn't get touched for three or four yards. And then he just came to an abrupt stop, made a move, and then just ran through, as you said, a couple arm tackles. You cannot arm tackle this kid. So another touchdown on the board for Topeka. Yeah, if you're the Panthers at this point, you got to just keep answering it. You got a pretty good size lead. You just want to keep answering. Extra point attempt. And it looks good, but we'll wait on the officials, and it is. So with 236 left in the third, Topeka puts another one up. It's now 56 to 28. And they scored much quicker that time. So that's something the Panthers got to watch. Uh, again, you got to have an answer for him. There's a lot of time left. I mean, you know, Topeka gets a couple stops, and you know, we got a we're back, and, and you know, we're back, we got a ball game. I was gonna say I saw another Panther starter going down, but this one looks like cramps. He went down, and has got some players stretching him out. This is a been a hard fought ball game, really. It, it has, and the Panthers, are, you know, this is one of the games that this is about as deep as they play. They haven't played this deep. Maybe one or two games this year. But yeah, good point. Good point. That's a, that's exactly right. Panthers have been uh, in a running clock situation all but I think two ball games. The first one was in Garden City, and the Panthers had every opportunity to do it. They just did, and uh, so tonight's a little bit different story out here. And I hope it is just a cramp. And uh, Panthers need to answer. They just need to keep answering. Now Topeka hasn't had an answer for the offense, so. Let's, let's hope, and if you're if you are speaking uh, at some point, you do got to try some trickery. You got to do something to get some points quickly on the board. Well, they've tried an onside kick that didn't work, and uh, we'll see what this bunch formation does again. And they kicked it. It's going to go out of bounds, I think. No, nope. stayed in bounds. Panthers pick it up and get drilled in about the. 27 or 28 yard line well and that was one of those balls they kicked short and it didn't go anywhere luckily Ginyard was was quick enough to realize it wasn't going to go out of bounds and picks it up uh, but uh, you're giving Topeka life you're you know the crowd just went crazy on that it's going to be first and 10 Panthers from their own 
not great field position, but not horrible either from their own 27, 28 yard line. Well, we're so used to tonight starting at the 50. <laughs> they they lead 56, 28 with 2:30 left in the third quarter. There's still a lot of football left to play tonight. Panther offense really has had their way all night long. Motion and a quick pick by Wash. He gets to the outside. First down and more. Gets shoved out of bounds after he picks up the first down. I don't at about the 40. Once again, you know, it looked like maybe Lim was kind of bottled up there. He squirts out, picks up first down yardage, gets the ball out across the uh, – right at the 40. First and 10 for the Panthers. They lead 56-28. Been a lot of score in the last quarter and a half. Wash and Washington in the backfield. They're getting a play – Signaled in from the sidelines, but we're under 10 seconds on the play clock. So the Panthers have to be aware of that. Again, Wash cuts up, makes a couple guys miss, goes back against the grain inside Topeka territory down at about the 40-yard line. And you know what I noticed? Topeka was packing the box except for the safety. They had him back 13 yards deep playing center field. <laughs> Lem Wash just makes a nice cut and, and really exploits him. So it's going to be first and 10 Panthers again on the 40-yard line. Now they're going to get a play from the sideline on the check with me, but we're under 10 seconds. We, you know, we got to get a play in, fellas. Panthers may burn a timeout here. I don't know. They're not going to get, they're not going to get it they're off. They're not going to get the play off. They, they called a timeout. They had to. Washington was uh, uh, alert, alert enough to just turn around and signal. They, they had to call the timeout. Yeah, they, it was, and I think it was just slow play call coming in because the kids were looking, and by the time the play got into him, there was only three or four seconds left on the, on the play clock. So it's going to be still first and ten. So, you know, again, that's not a bad thing. And, and again, that was Washington. He. He was aware of the play clock going down, and he just turned to the official and signaled the timeout right quick. Well, you're you're moving the football, and you don't need a five-yard penalty there. You don't need it to be, uh, you know, a first 15 situation. You want to keep moving the ball down the field. As we said, so far, Topeka has not been able to answer Derby's offense. Well, you know, again, you talk about maybe a first and 15. You know, that, that has uh, – uh, that type of situation has – come to pass with a new a new terminology it's called being behind the chains you know and so that that's new terminology here in the last probably i don't know a couple three years but anyway it's not going to be that way they're still even with the chains i guess 56 28 panthers lead first and 10 from the topeka 40 motion again they give it to washington Gets a cut, finds an alley, gets brought down at about the 30, I'm going to say 33-yard line. So he picked up seven on first down. Well, I noticed, hey, again, we're getting a lot better blocking out of our wides tonight. I just saw Kavian Walker had a nice block downfield. Panthers are able to move the ball, and this this is a nice drive. Panthers need to get some clock up as well. Yeah, it'd be nice to, you know, 
not to score till just into the fourth quarter, but you know, the clock is running. There's a minute to go. 56, 28 Panthers lead. There's under 10 seconds on the play clock. So Panthers are aware of it. They show a little bit of motion. They give it to Washington. First down inside the 30, still on his feet inside the 20. Still on his feet. Oh, that's got to be a late that's hit out of bounds. Be a late hit, no call. Wow, I am shocked. There's no call on that. But Trey Washington did the Trey Washington thing there. He hit the scene quick and then did that little stutter step he has and picks up big yardage to get the ball uh, well into Topeka territory. It's on the uh, looks like the nine yard line, so it's first goal. Panthers with 45 seconds left in the third. And we'll if you're Topeka, you can't trade scores when you when you fell down so early in the ball game. Yeah, 85 to 50 is you know, still a loss, right? <laughs> Again, Washington finds a bit of a seam, gets down close to the five, still on his feet inside the five. So good hard run by Trey Washington. Well, I think Trey Washington's going, hey, I can do my thing too. And and as we know, Trey's been a, a guy that's uh, been a go-to guy here for two, the last two years. Second down from the four, and that's going to end the third quarter. Panthers are running to their sideline. They've got plenty of time on the play clock. So Panthers lead at the end of the third quarter, 56-28. This is Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. We're getting ready for this weekend show. Jordan Feliz will be here. He's got something he wants to share with you. Lauren Daigle opens up about the heart of God when people fail. And Crowder is here to tell us about one of his favorite movies of all time. This weekend, we'll give you a chance to win movie tickets to see A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks. And we'll hear future hits from Hillsong Worship and Toby Mac. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium. Panther Sleep, 6-28. Topeka scored the first two times they've had the football. The Panthers, I believe, this is their second opportunity with the football. And their first and second goal from the four-yard line of Topeka. So the Panthers, uh, you know, again, if they score on this possession, that will be every possession scoring. And that's, you know, that says something about their offense. Yeah, score update of Latham North now 21, Blue Valley 7. That's in the fourth quarter, so that one's still up in the air. Mays 34, Wichita Northwest 45, Aquinas 21, Mill Valley 14. Bishop Mays, Miege all over Paola 48-6. to six. And now Cheney uh, coming back a little bit. Andale 55, Cheney 14. So Cheney, uh, Cheney's at least got some points on the board. Second and goal from the four, starting the fourth quarter, 56-28. Again, Washington, touchdown Panthers. <laughs> Trey Washington goes off tackle, not touched. So yeah, you cannot play this game if you're speaking. You gotta, you got, you know, it's great. You're scoring some, some, some points, but you can't turn around and let Derby eat up three minutes, put more points on the board. Panthers lead 62-28. Simmons in to attempt the extra point. Larson the holder, Liston the snapper. Good snap, good hold, kick is up, 
and it is good. So with 11.56 to go, it's now 63-28, and uh, gosh, I remember at one time it was 28-0. I think it got to 35-0 at one time. It's it's uh, been a crazy night here, and we're watching a really good running back for Topeka playing a ball game, and, and this kid uh, doesn't quit. Panther defense has been back on their heels a little bit with him, but uh, again, things that can be worked out uh, in film. Yeah, he's uh, definitely. Yeah, we're 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 watching a show being put on by Kai Thomas tonight. But the Panthers' offense is putting on a pretty good show too. Well, and who would have thought that uh, started the season? How many guys left this Panther defense last year that? Everyone said, man, you guys are really going to suffer, and this is going to be one of our better defenses again. They, they, You know, the young guys stepped up. They've done their job, and, uh, you know, they've played really well. This is uh, by far the most yards I, I can remember, though, the, the Panther defense giving up at some time on the ground to any running back. Yeah, but Kai Thomas is special, and the kids are playing hard on that side of the ball, and, uh, you know, it's just this guy's just hard to handle. But you nailed it. Kai Thomas is special. There's no question. Little pooch kick by Simmons. It's going to be fair caught at about the 41 yard line. So good field position for Topeka. Their 41 yard line. Well, that was a that was an absolutely good fair catch call for Topeka to to uh, not get blown up on the play. Well, we haven't we haven't seen uh, Liddell Clemens back in the ball game since he came off after the last kickoff. Amari. Ramirez has been in for him, and he's played a lot, Amari, so he's not unfamiliar with that position. First and ten. And again, Thomas. I mean, it's just like a broken record. He picks up oh, two and a half, three on first down. He's going to end up with over 40 touches in this ballgame, and he's uh, – yeah, you just got to score quick if you're to be Clock moving. Panthers lead 63-28. Bauman and Smith in on the ta- that last tackle. On a keeper. That I don't know if that was Harden or not. I thought that was number seven carrying the ball. We'll wait and see. Is the quarterback. They found very little running room. Devontae Harden. And it was Harden. It was not seven. It was Harden. He picked up two. It's third and five. Very few penalties in tonight's ball game as well. Back to pass. The man out in the flat. First down. Yeah, he's hit immediately out there, but uh, not before he picks up a first. Well, again, we've, we've noticed this. Panthers are playing a little bit soft on those receivers, so all they do is go four or five yards, and they're wide open. And uh, Panthers rally to the football. Well, Coozer comes off the field now. Panthers can ill afford to keep having guys coming off the football field. Thomas goes to the outside. This kid is a bulldozer. He picks up five. He shouldn't have picked up. He shouldn't have had a yard. And he picks up five just by being a bulldozer. Oh I mean, you know, the, the, the total package, he'll bulldoze you over, he'll put a move on you, he's got good speed. He just that time, I mean, he squared his shoulder pads and planted a couple of Panther defenders. Yep, there. They made some adjustments long in about 
middle of the second quarter or into the first quarter. Again, Thomas, he gets hit hard, still picks up, I don't know, two or three. Guy Thomas. <laughs> this kid's ought to get a good night's rest tonight. He's been all over the field. Looks like it might have been Heilman on the hit. He hit. He got hit hard, but Thomas fell forward. Third down and two. Again, Thomas. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going. Yeah, and and that's what they're going to do anytime they've got third and short. There's no question who's going to have their hands on the football. First down. Clock moving. Nine twenty-five. Sixty-three to twenty-eight. Panthers. Thirty-four yard line of the Panthers. Back to pass goes Harden. Got a lot of time. Man over the middle. And I don't know who he was throwing it to. There was a whole bunch of Panthers over there. It looked like they were running a little hitch and go, and and, and Panthers didn't bite. I mean, Panthers uh, read it very well. Harden didn't throw the ball great, so that's going to bring up second and ten. Second and ten from the Panther 39-yard line. Panthers lead 63-28, 9.09 left in the ballgame. Again. Kai Thomas picked up eight. I don't know why you try to throw the pass. No, I mean, the only bad thing is, is that it eats up a lot of clock. But he's, as we said, we sound like a broken record, but this kid's the real deal. I'm sure he's going to have over 300 yards rushing. I bet when, you're right. When this night is over. Again, they give it to him. Going to pick up a first down inside the 25. Well, you don't find a running back all the time. Either you either find a guy that's real quick and he darts in and out, or, or a bulldozer. And this kid's got the uh, ability to do both. First and ten from the Panther twenty-three. Clock moving, eight twenty-five left. Panthers lead sixty-three twenty-eight. Topeka on the move. Yeah, a pretty comfortable lead. Again, they give it to Thomas. Gets to the outside. Panthers hem him in this time. It's one of the few times we've stopped him for no gain or very little gain. Now Searing makes the tackle uh, in the backfield. Really, he's going to pick up very little. Picked up a yard. Going to be second nine. Panthers are leading. 63-28, 63-28, clock moving, under eight minutes left in the ball game. The winner of this game advances to the state championship on a pitch to the end zone. Nice broken defense. up. Nice, nice break up there by the Panthers defensive back. Now that was just a nice play by the Panthers. Looked like they had a guy open, but Derby was right with him. I think it was Clemens on the on the stop, and it just uh, you don't play it a whole lot better than that. And uh, I, I thought for a minute maybe the official might throw one of them little yellow hankies, but uh, uh, he didn't. It was a good play by the Panther defensive back. Third long, third nine. 
But this is definitely four down territory. Panthers blitzing. They got they pitched it back to Kai Thomas. The Panthers stopped him for very little gain. They had a blitz. It looked like uh, Luke Stewart. Well, Luke Stewart blitzed, and what a great call by the coaching staff because they had uh, hard nailed dead, dead rights. I don't know how he, he kind of just finally pitched the ball out to Thomas, but nice play. Going to be fourth down and nine, so there's really no gain on the play. Thomas is now a wide receiver. Last time they were down in this area, they went directly at him, and they're giving Thomas a whole lot of room. Giving all those wide receivers a whole lot of room. Panthers are showing blitz again. They're bringing everybody. Harden being chased. Ah, they got Panthers him. got him. They're going to take over the football at the 26-yard line. Well, once again, nice call by the Panthers, bringing some pressure on Harden. And uh, he it looked like he was going to scramble and maybe get out of it. And uh, Derby did a great job of pursuing him, catching him from the backside and bringing him down. Good fourth down stop. You know, Kevin, I think showing blitz on the last two plays is the first time tonight the Panthers have really done that. And Luke Stewart about got him, and then the Panthers did get him. So it's Panther ball on the 25-yard line, and they lead 63-28. And the way things have been going, they got in a shot to put another one up. Yeah, that was just a nice defensive series uh, and nice play calling by Derby. Well, we've got some other guys in the game. It looked, it looks like, it it looks like. Well, I saw some guys warming up earlier that you know, and I wondered if Coach Clark was going to start making some substitutions. It looks like he he may be. Looks like. Dylan Edwards is in the ball game, but I I don't know who's who's at quarterback. Yeah, it looks like it's, probably Reed. It looks like Reed Liston at quarterback. So they pulled Wash and, and uh, but it looks like he's left the starting line in and receivers. And receivers. So he's just got a different backfield. Yeah, not not a bad not a bad choice if you're Coach Clark keeping those two guys healthy and. No, no Patsy uh, having Reed at quarterback and uh, Dylan well, Edwards at tailback. I'm start calling old Reed a Swiss Army knife. He can do about anything. Without question, Reed so, Liston's uh, Mr. Versatile. If you hear me say Swiss Army knife, I'm talking about number nine. <laughs> it looks like he is the quarterback with Dylan Edwards in the backfield. Panthers lead 63-28, 6.30 left in the game. They give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside, finds a bit of a crease, still on his feet. 40, 50, 40. Finally drugged down at about the 35-yard line. Well, Dylan Edwards looked like he was shot out of a can, and he cut back against the grain, picks up huge yardage. That's the guy we've talked about all year. He's a freshman, folks, and this kids uh, he's going to be something special here at Derby. Going to be first. Then I see another starting lineman coming out, so Coach Clark might be calling off the dogs. <laughs> what a luxury to have uh, Reed Liston and Dylan Edwards come in, and, and that's called calling off the dogs. Again, Reed goes up the middle, runs hard, picks up four or five on first down. And you're really at that part of the ball game. We've talked about it so many times this year that if you're the Panthers, you just want the clock to run down. You want to get out of here. Coach Clark made a great decision getting uh, 
Washington and Wash out of the ball game healthy. Uh, you just don't need to have them hurt when uh, no way is uh, Topeka going to catch us. No, this game's over. Panthers are going to advance to the uh, championship game. We we're thinking against Olathe North. It's been a while since Olathe North's been to a championship game. Second down and about six. Again, they give it to Dylan Edwards. He gets knocked down after maybe a yard gain. It's going to be third down and long for the Panthers. Uh, and and keep in mind, Liston's got a good arm. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, Reed Liston's, uh, as you said, a Swiss Army knife. This guy can do about anything. Yeah, he's got a good arm, a live arm. He, he throws ropes as well. And this this is good for Reed, get him some uh, uh, reps at quarterback. Again, they hand it off to Edwards. He's going to get – oh, he reverses field, then he loses about seven or eight yards. Yeah, that's a, a freshman mistake, really. I mean, you got to you – know, you, you might be able to pull that off in, in a freshman game or, or youth games, but uh, very rarely do you see a running back pull that off in 6A. Well, this might be the first uh, first series the Panthers haven't scored on this game if they don't get the first down. They've got a long ways to go. They got to get to the 12. I'd have to do all that game at uh, out east is final now. Late the North 28, Blue Valley 7. So it looks like the Panthers are going to take on Olathe North. Bill Valley still battling with Aquinas. 28 to 25, Aquinas in the fourth quarter. Looks like we're going to take a delay a game penalty. So it kind of makes me think maybe we're just going to go ahead and pop the ball and let Topeka have it. So it's going to be fourth down and very long for the Panthers now. They still have to get to the 20. The ball's on the 42. And over Central, final over McPherson, 7-0. What was that last score? And over Central, 7, McPherson, 0. That's a final. Wow. Wichita Northwest, 59, Mays, 42. That's still a third quarter score that we have. Panthers are going to go for it on fourth and very long little screen pass out in the flat. Going to pick up maybe two yards. It's going to go over to Topeka. And I think we're going to see a, a wholesale change on the defense. Yes, we are. I, I don't think we'll probably see that out of Topeka. <clears throat> well, and, and just based on how Thomas ran against our starters, this uh, – this could get ugly. It's going to be first and 10 from their 40. Thomas. Drug Panthers ran straight up the middle. Nothing fancy. Picked up eight. Hey, again, good call by Coach Clark. I mean, 63, 28, three and a half minutes left in the ball game. Who cares if Tobika scores? What you want to do is you get out of Dodge uh, with with hell. Again, they give it to Kai Thomas. Kai Thomas again with the carry. And this is just going to add to his numbers tonight. 
it'll be interesting. I, I'm with you. I think he's got to be up around that 300-yard mark. Oh, I bet he's over 300. Yeah, give it to him. He cuts to the outside. You know, it looks like a rugby scrum when he gets uh, – once he starts getting into, into traffic because he just – you get five, six Panthers trying to pull him down. Well, he picked up eight, seven yards on first down, so it's second down and three. Clock moving, about 2.30 to go in the ball game. Panthers lead 63-28. They're going to advance on. They'll move to 12-0. and Topeka will finish the year at 10-2. and Pass out in the flat. Panthers played it pretty well, but it's still good enough for a first down. Well, you know what's what's good to see? The twos are playing them fairly tough. And I know that last week they did a great job. The week before, Coach wasn't too happy with them. But these are guys, a lot of these guys you're going to see playing next week or next year. First and 10 from the Panther 27. Thomas going to pick up. Seven more. You know what's going to be interesting is how many times he touched the football. It's got to be up around fifty. Well, it, it, it's it's up there. We'll we'll see with our statistics. I mean, nobody else has ran the ball except maybe Harden a couple times. It's it's been Thomas all night. Again, it speaks volumes for the young man. Yeah, because he's got to be in good shape. Gary yeah, just he he, did, he just kind of trotted. He trotted till he ran into a panther. Then he lowered his head and sped up. Well, he lowered his head after he planted a panther. And then he, and he you're right, he sped up. And this kid's a, he just a bull. It's now 34-63 with 126 left. I'm sure this will be the last hurrah for Mr. Thomas. He's had a great high school career. Uh, and I mean that. Uh, you can just look at his statistics. We've watched him again tonight. Uh, He's just had a tremendous ball game. Panthers' offense was just too much for the Topeka defense. And, and fortunately, the Panthers, you know, they got up quick on these guys. And uh, from there, it, it, you just can't trade touchdown for touchdown. Derby. Yeah, the Panthers got up, I think, 35-0. And ever since then, it's been you score, I score, you score, I score. And, and that's been pretty much what it's been like since about the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, you wouldn't expect anything fancy out of the You assume they're just going to kick the ball to Derby. and you know, Derby should be able to uh, run out the clock. Don't Again, I don't think Topeka can do anything fancy. Well, their fans haven't left because most of them rode on the buses, and the buses are parked on the, on the east side. Yeah, and give Topeka credit. They brought uh, a great fan base for tonight's ball game. Derby came out tonight. Uh, we've seen a couple of, of weeks when it was cold. But Derby fans stayed at home, but uh, I guess state semifinal night brought them out. Well, it looks like Dylan Edwards is deep. It looks like Kavion Walker is, is deep as well. It is Kavion. Well, you, you would think that. Uh, Topeka would just you'd think they'd just kick it off but we'll see they they might try it onside and I did you, you just don't know what the purpose of that would be 
Well, so when people read it, if they scored again, it'd look better. If they got a recovery. High and end over end. Comes down at about the 21. Kavion Walker, 40. <laughs> Inside Topeka territory, about the 44 goes Kavion Walker, and he showed some pretty good speed. Kavion Walker is uh, is an athlete as well, and Walker takes it down deep into uh, Topeka territory. So uh, 123 left. You got to expect you're going to see a few running plays, and the officials probably uh, setting the ball slow and letting the clock run. Yeah, they will probably see that 40 seconds on the. And it may take a, a little bit to start it. So I, I think we're about done. It's going to be 63-35, I figure. Panthers advance on. They're going to play Olathe North. Looks like Conley Hamlin in a quarterback now. They give it to Edwards. He gets back maybe to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Yeah, this, this is a total, yeah. The, the offensive line is is twos. Everybody's a two now. Right now, really, the Panthers probably just need to run one more play. Yeah. And, uh, well, we, they still got 28 seconds on the play clock, and so yeah, you're right. Probably one more play, and and uh, Derby can put this one in the vault. I, I see Coach Clark even telling Hamlin, "Hey, look at the look at the play clock. We we we're good." And if it gets down below 40 seconds before they snap it, which it could, and it did, again, Edwards, he gets drugged down hard for little or no gain. And yeah, that, that'll, that'll end it. That's going to end the ball game. And again, uh, Topeka is going to finish the season at 10 and 2. Panthers are going to advance to the state finals at 12 and 0 where they'll play Olathe North. Now that game will be on Saturday the 30th at one o'clock at Emporia. Same place this championship's been for the last three or four years. So that's where we'll be next week. And it'll be the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Hey, you know, I just saw coach Clark grab uh, one of the Topeka players and I, and I believe it was Jan Janice Gilbert. I don't know what the, the cop that the common denominator is there, but Coach Clark had him wrapped up and talking to him, you know, telling him great job. So uh, a nice display of sportsmanship. And really, you saw Topeka early in the ball game. I mean, we saw a little chippiness out of both teams, but uh, you know, then uh, then it, it just ended up being uh, a good sportsmanship by uh, by both units. Yeah, it it uh, it was a good competitive ball game again. Panthers win by four scores. Uh, uh, and it, it, again, it was just like a tit for tat as far as scoring went the last two and a half quarters. And uh, Panthers win this one again. It's uh, great to advance back to the state finals. And uh, you know, we—that—that's something you never get tired of. Oh, you—you you don't get tired of it if you're Derby. I mean, you know, you're on uh, on on a big winning streak. I, I don't think we've beat, been beaten at home for a long time. That's a good sign. We had the luxury of having the. Uh, Number one seed being at home all this time, and uh, not a bad trip to go to Emporia, as you said. Yeah, it, it's it's a good trip. It's only an hour and a half, maybe up the road, and uh, we've been making it quite regular since about 2013. Well, and, and tonight's ball game was, you know, uh, one that was uh, hyped up uh, all week by everybody, and 
Panthers were fortunate to start the ball game quick on a Terry Ginyard return and down to the 15 Panthers score. And, you know, Jack Hammond intercepts a the ball. They're down 14 and the, the machine got rolling then. And uh, really Topeka didn't have an answer. And by that time they got Thomas moving, it, it was just too late. Yeah, it, it was too late, but uh, you know, it was a good ball game and uh, I'm happy the Panthers are advancing on and uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of nice to be going back up there. This is uh, Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ. We'll be back with stats. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. We're getting ready for this weekend show. Jordan Feliz will be here. He's got something he wants to share with you. Lauren Daigle opens up about the heart of God when people fail. And Crowder is here to tell us about one of his favorite movies of all time. This weekend, we'll give you a chance to win movie tickets to see A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks. And we'll hear future hits from Hillsong Worship and Toby Mack. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this week for worship as I play the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. Join me as we take time to give thanks and praise to our great God during this Thanksgiving season. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Chrisman. Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. CCM Classic, a program that highlights contemporary Christian music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We love playing Christian music from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the new millennium. Thanks for listening to CCM Classic. CCM Classics with Chris Yates, every Sunday night at 7 on Alive 105. It's Shawn Michaels, and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. This week, Stephen Curtis Chapman talks about his favorite album covers, Phillips Craig and Dean tells us why they do what they do, and we'll get inside the music with Michael W. Smith. Plus, I've got your classic request by phone or text, as always, at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian Smooth Jazz. Featuring gospel jazz and emerging formats, blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music, creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian Smooth Jazz. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby just knocked off Topeka. 63 to 35. Lots of offense in tonight's ball game. Well, lots of offense in tonight's ball game. Lots of uh, Kai Thomas. I mean, a lot of him, as we'll see when we get into the stats here. Rushing yards for the ball game. Panthers 38 attempts on the ground, 384 yards, 10.1 yards per carry. Grab this one. For Topeka, 57 attempts on the ground, 361 yards, 6.3 yards per carry. Wow. A lot, a lot, over almost 700 or around 700 yards of rushing offense by both teams. Passes Derby perfect tonight, six for six, 102 yards, 
Topeka, 13 for 22, 91 yards. Total offense for both teams. Derby, 486 yards. Topeka, 467 yards. Wow. That, that's a lot of offense and a lot of scoring. The big big one that Derby really helped themselves with, third down conversions. Panthers only four, forced into four. They convert on three of them, while Topeka was just eight for 15 on third. Good night for the Panther offense. Uh, and, you know, the Panther defense was really put, put to the test tonight. That uh, young man they had, number eight, was absolutely tremendous. In the passing department, we said the Panthers were perfect tonight. Lim washed five for five for 99 yards. Reed List one for one for three yards. On the receiving end, Kavion Walker, three catches for 51 and a touchdown. Aaron Larson, two catches for 39 and a touchdown. And Reed List had one catch for 12. In the rushing department, Lim Wash, a huge night for the Panthers. 13 attempts, 216 yards. His counterpart, Trey Washington, 18 touches, 129 yards. Dylan Edwards, the freshman, five carries for 35. Reed List is one for three. That go over on the other side of the, of the football. As we said, uh, 13 for 19 passing for Topeka. I don't know when the last time they threw the ball that much was, but uh, 13 for 19. Kate Smith had six catches for 44 yards. Don't have a name for 23, four catches for 29. Trayton James, one catch for 10. And Kai Thomas, two for eight. Here's the one that's amazing. We talked about it. In the rushing department, Kai Thomas, 48 touches, 358 yards. Wow. That's all you can say about that is wow. Yeah, that's a night of football for that young man. And he, as we said, he's the real deal. Total yards again, Panthers 486. Topeka 467. Again, the the one thing that we always like to say, the final stat that means the most, Panthers 63, Topeka 35. Good ball game for the Panthers. Again, uh, the state finals will be Saturday the 30th. It'll be at Welch Stadium in Emporia. The game will be at 1 o'clock. And uh, that's where the Panthers are going to be next week after Thanksgiving. So for Kevin and I, this has been Panther football. On a live 105, Katie KQ. Thank you for listening.